Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is Motor Racing Network Classics, presented by MRN. The following is a presentation of MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR. Just two races into the Winston Cup season, and we're in Las Vegas. Although Michael Waltrip and Steve Park have taken the first two wins this year, today the bets are on Jeff Burton and Mark Martin. After all, they've won all the races here so far. Today, 41 other teams go after the Roush teams, trying not only to claim a piece of a $4 million purse, but also going for an extra million bucks in the Winston Noble 5. Mike Skinner says all you need here is the handle. Handling is everything here. You've got to handle good. You've got to have a strong engine, but you've got to have a good handling race car, and you've got to be disciplined with the racetrack. It's pretty easy to drive in a little too deep, and uh, then it hurts your exit and also hurts the whole straightaway because you've hurt the exit. So it's it's just a lot of discipline and, and a good handling race car. you got to have a good handling race car. Make it handle and hope for luck from the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. The UAW Daimler Chrysler 400 is next. MRN Radio presents NASCAR Today. When you visit the city of Las Vegas, you come to win. Whether your game is blackjack, poker, or slots, the idea is that you can hit your lucky moment and take home the big jackpot. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Las Vegas Motor Speedway today and MRN Radio's live coverage of the UAW Daimler Chrysler 400 for the NASCAR Winston Cup Series. I'm Joe Moore, along with Barney Hall, to bring you the third race of the 2001 season. To win on the NASCAR Winston Cup circuit, whether here in Las Vegas, at Daytona, New Hampshire, wherever, you have to work. You have to struggle. You have to be smart. And Barney just like in the casino, it also takes some luck. Yeah, you need a whole lot of luck here at this racetrack. We saw that yesterday in the Bush Grand National race out here. There's probably two or three factors that really come into play, as Mike Skinner said. You've, you need a good handling race car. But if you've got a good handling race car, then you need a ton of patience because if you get impatient here, you can put some wrinkles in that race car real easy. The other thing is you need good pit stops. You need good pit strategy. The guys need to make good calls, get you in and out, keep you in good track position because if you get behind, really hard to make up ground here. You hear drivers a lot of times talk about having an adjustable race car. This is a place where that proves to be a very big factor if you can adjust throughout the course of the race during your pit stops. Hopefully later in the race, if you start off bad, you can get it a little better and be a contender for the win. Looking at the record book, you'd think that all you need to win here is to be on the Jack Roush team. His drivers have an unbelievable record at this racetrack. In Winston Cup races, we've been here three times. They've won all three in the NASCAR Bush Series. They've won twice. And the Jack Roush car nearly won the NASCAR Bush Series race here yesterday. So I don't know what the magic is they have about this place, but they seem to have figured it out. Yeah, in the past races they have. Now, talking to two different drivers that drive for Jack this time, notably Jeff Burton, they say we're a little bit off, we're struggling a little bit, but they may just be saying that. We'll find out. Getting ready to go racing at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. 43 drivers being introduced to the crowd down trackside right now. And, Joe, uh, just a tremendous turnout. We were, had a little doubts the other day about the weather forecast here, but it's not bad. We're going to be okay. There is a chance of some rain coming in later this afternoon. Afternoon. Should be well after we conclude the race here today. But right now, kind of overcast skies, a bit on the cool and breezy side. But it should be great conditions for racing. And, yeah, it looks like it's going to be a packed house here today to see the third race of the year. Well, Dale Jarrett scored his second Las Vegas pole here on Friday. His teammate Ricky Rudd won.
won the pole for this race last year. So at Robert Yates Racing, they figured out how to qualify well here. So far, though, DJ's best finish in this race was a seventh last year. Jim Phillips of Newport, Tennessee is with DJ. 172.106 miles per hour, the Bud Pole winning speed, and Dale Jarrett had the look of surprise on his face Friday. So after happy hour, is the car still as good and as consistent as it was? Well, we uh, we tried some things in happy hour. We knew from our test session what we had done there. We kind of started there. The car was a little bit loose in the sunshine when we started yesterday. We made some adjustments, got a little tight, and then Todd and I spent really about two hours after happy hour and looking back over our test and going over what we had yesterday, evaluating all that, and we think that we've got a good game plan here for today. Now, you've been always good at this type of racetrack, mile and a half, the way this thing is laid out, but seventh's been your best finish here. What's going to be the most important thing for you today to pull off a win? Well, we've got to get the car through the center of the corner and be able to pick the throttle up and utilize the horsepower that we have. That, that's the key here is getting through the center without the car being too tight and then keeping it uh, free enough up off to uh, really utilize the, the engine and the power and aerodynamics that we have. Well, this has been one of the most adjustable teams that there is on this circuit. That's Dale Jarrett, Bud Pole winner at 172.106 miles per hour. That may be the key to winning here today is being able to adjust. Johnny Benson had just a great quality run for his team. Many are saying Benson could be the sleeper in today's race. He's got a good car and a good race team, and he runs strong on this type of track, and they tested extremely well here. Let's get his thoughts. Winston Kelly is there. Well, Barney, a lot of spring in the step of all the guys on this Valvoline team. Last year it was a snow-white car. This year they had a sponsor. They're a part owner, and coming into this season, you guys seem to be really on top of your game. Great run at Rockingham last weekend. Win seems like it might be realistic today. Well, we, we sure hope so. I mean, we think that in every race we go to, but uh, at Valvoline Pontiac's working very well this weekend. And, and But, you know, doing happy hour before the bush race instead of after is a little bit more difficult to make the right adjustment. So hopefully James Ensign and all the guys just uh, made the right tweaking on the car, and we got some adjustments for the race, so we're looking forward to it. Well, it was good in happy hour, eighth quickest overall, but with the Bush teams running after the, the Bush race running after the Winston Cup with the additional rubber on the track, what kind of changes does that normally make to the racetrack? It, you know, but if you're a little bit tight, it's probably going to make it more tighter. If you're loose, it's going to make it a little bit more loose. So, I mean, you try to get as balanced as possible and, and, and then try to figure, you know, the grip issue in afterwards. And you just try to make adjustments or make your car so it's adjustable during a race. That's kind of the key thing. And, and, and I think that we can do that. And, you know, we just hope we come out of here in a top 10 finish. But if we're, uh, if we're up there near the front, we're definitely going to go for it. Well, we've had one first-time winner this year. Could have another one today. Johnny Benson's already got a fourth and a sixth here at Las Vegas. Looking to roll the dice and get that number one finish today. A lot of folks are pulling for Johnny Benson after the tough season they had last year. Coming back this year with the brand-new owner-sponsor in Valvoline. And, yeah, that would be a great run if he could uh, post a win here, starting in the second position. Now, Jerry Nadeau has been quick every race we've been to so far this year. He was second-fast qualifier at Daytona, ran well at Rockingham. Unfortunately, his finishes have not been that good. At Daytona, he was caught up in that 19-car crash. And then at Rockingham, he bounced back somewhat for a 15th-place finish there. Jerry starts third today, and Craig Armstrong of Portland, Oregon, is with him. This is Jerry Nadeau's best start at Las Vegas Motor Speedway, but his best finish was 20th last year. Today may be your best opportunity to win, Jerry, this season so far. Can you do it? Can you bring that UAW Delphi Chevrolet to victory lane? Well, I think we got a good chance, a good, good enough chance like everybody else. Uh, you know, if everything plays in our, in our corner, we get good pit stops and, uh, you know, our car's running good, then I think we'll be all set. Hopefully the weather will hold up and we'll get a full days of racing. Speaking of weather, yesterday, of course, a little warmer and sunnier during happy hour. Last time you had the car on the track. Now the cloud cover starting to come in. It's cooling down. Is that going to change the strategy? Any? It's hard to say. I'm sure the track may change a little bit. This track tends to get a lot 
lot freer on race day and then it tends to tighten up towards the end of the day so hopefully we're free enough in the beginning and uh, we'll be okay towards the end. After crashing out of Daytona in a 15th place finish at Rockingham last week, Jerry Nadeau is looking for a big jackpot here at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Got a very strong race car and team. Pre-race activity wrapping up trackside and very shortly we'll be racing for 400 miles here. And Joe, these drivers are anxious to get down to it. You know they are. Again, there was a threat of some weather rolling in. Looks like that's not going to be a factor as of uh, this moment anyway. Kind of partly cloudy skies. So there is a chance of rain later today, but right now it's looking good as the drivers are being taken around the racetrack here in convertibles so the fans can uh, send them on their way for today's running of the UAW Daimler Chrysler 400. Well, Kenny Wallace is one of five drivers who have a chance to win an extra million dollars along with a race fan who can win a million bucks as well as part of the No Bull 5 program today. We'll talk more about that as we get into the race. But first, let's talk about Kenny Wallace. He's featured in this week's Spotlight interview with Jim Phillips. Kenny, what does it mean for a Winston Cup driver to run for a million dollars? Well, it's it's in a very elite situation. You know, anytime you line up 43 race cars and there's only five that can go for a million dollars, it's a feather in your cap, you know, and you got to take it for all it's worth and uh, and make the most out of it. So, uh, you know, to be in it for the second time is uh, means a great deal to me. Tell me about you starting back in the pack, uh, the plan to try to get up there and get some of that money. Well, obviously, you know, uh, from what I'm told, this is the farthest back all the, uh, you know, I guess the best one out of the bunch is Nemechek starting 21st and Gordon and myself and Skinner were all back there. But this is a good racetrack to be in that situation. It's a, it's a racetrack that usually goes long green, got plenty of grooves to work ourselves to the front and uh, there's a lot of good race cars out there right now so we're just gonna stay consistent and and uh, you know run as hard as we can and, and free space today you know hopefully won't be battling too much you know we'll get out there and, and make some time and try to catch the leaders okay how about the team now the progression of you know the sponsor you got Hills Brothers helping mm -hmm. you today and how's that going well, you know, we've got a solid team. The team is there. We've had two good outings. Obviously, we've got caught up in the big 20-car pileup at Daytona and then got taken out last week, me and Little Lee. And, uh, you know, but besides that, you get all that out of the way. I mean, we're, we're strong, and, and the team is there. We just got to get this uh, this big burden of this no sponsorship thing off our back. I, I think I've become more popular for not having a sponsor in my whole career, and that means a lot to me also because that means everybody's following me and they're rooting me on. So, uh like I said, I can't tell anybody any more than the team is strong, we're here, we're qualifying, we're racing, and uh, you know we're working our tails off to get a sponsor right now. Kenny Wallace, one of the contenders for the No Bull 5, along with Terry Labonte, Joe Nemechek, Mike Skinner, and Jeff Gordon. He starts in 24th today. Greg Armstrong is with him. Well, Jeff Gordon has a million reasons to want to win this race today, not just for himself, but also for a race fan, one of his biggest fans, obviously. The No Bull 5 by Winston, that's going to be a big thing for you today. How exciting is that? I bet he'll be a big fan. We win that thing, won't he? Uh, we, we got a great car. Uh, this team has just been on a roll here uh, since last season. They carried some momentum, and, uh, you know, even though we didn't qualify as good as we would have liked to have, I think our chances are really good to have a strong run today. Starting 24th, can you move up quickly, or are you going to hang back a while, see what happens? When they drop the green, we'll find out. I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I, as far as I'm concerned, it doesn't matter if it takes all day, as long as we get there eventually. 
Obviously, no bull five on his mind. A million dollars on the line for Jeff Gordon. He starts 24th. I'd kind of like to have him today and have that uh, chance to win the Winston No Bull $5 million bonus. Elliot Sadler will start 11th. He's only run two cup races here at Las Vegas. The team is expecting good things this year, and a top five or a top ten today would be a good start to getting that done. Winston Kelly is with Elliot. Well, he had a great run last weekend at Rockingham, finished 11th. He starts 11th today. What's your expectations today? Top ten, top five? Uh, probably top 10, hopefully top 15. We, we were not as good as we wanted to be yesterday. And, uh, but the Motocraft 4 Taurus, this is one of my favorite cars. And uh, usually it's pretty good on long runs. The weather's a little different, so anything's possible. So we're looking forward to another good points day. That's the main thing. We want a good points day for the first four races, and then we'll build from there. That was a pretty special week for you. Your girlfriend, Lisa Tollett, came in sixth in the Miss USA pageant. That's got to be pretty special. That is. I'm, I'm so proud of her. She's worked so hard uh, ever since I've known her at, uh, to to, to try to work up to that point and to do as good as she did and, and to finish that well, uh, pretty proud of her. So I can't wait to see her tomorrow when I get home and uh, looking forward to spending some more time with her. Well, she finished sixth. He'd like to at least equal that or maybe up a few notch, notches. Elliot Sadler rolls off 11th today in a motocraft Ford. Another factor in today's race is going to be the Dodge factor. At least in happy hour practice yesterday morning here at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, Dodges had the four fastest times. So how are they going to do today? Sterling Marlin has done well so far this year. He starts in the eighth position. Jim, will he be a player? Let's find out. Seventh at uh, Daytona, eighth last week. Are you going to be a player to win this race today? I think we've got a real good car. The, you know, the guys on the Coors Light team uh, has done a real good dodge, job with this Dodge. And uh, we're real good yesterday in a happy hour. And uh, we'll just uh, you know, try to play the cars right. Just hope we don't get too tight uh, during the race. But uh, I think we've got a pretty good shot. Now this uh, particular racetrack, you've done well at these tracks also. Uh, how about the layout as far as the chassis setup? Are you going to make drastic changes or just subtle changes on these cars? Well, you can't get tight here. If you get tight, it really hurts you up off the corners, especially off turn four. You got that long straightaway, and uh, you can be a little loose and make a little time, but uh, if you're tight, it's just, man, you're dead. You can't go anywhere. But uh, we was uh, you know, about neutral yesterday, and it's a little cooler today. So uh, we did a little bit to loosen it up this morning and uh, hope we hit it just right. Well, like I said uh, Friday, guys, uh, look of confidence in his eyes, and uh, Sterling Marlin's looking for big things not only today, but the, all year long with this Dodge. They were very impressive in the practice and in qualifying, as Jim Phillips said. It might be the day for the Dodge here this afternoon. Jim Phillips is with Michael Waltrip, who qualified fourth. Michael, been consistent all weekend. Can you win this race today? Well, we think we can, Jim. The cars run really well, and... Uh, you know, we, we, we stumbled a little bit at Rockingham. Our performance was good, but we had the typical new team blues there. Things uh, didn't exactly go right. I didn't call for the right adjustments, and we had some troubles. So, you know, we have to understand and be realistic about where we're at and know that uh, our Napa Chevy is going to be fast enough to win today. I believe that. We just got to be uh, consistently smart on the, on the adjustments I call for. Scott needs to understand what I'm saying, and, uh, and it's just an initiation process, trying to get to know each other on these tracks where every pit stop is so key you know what you do to the car and it's going to take a while for that to happen let's swing over to winston kelly who's the guy that has got a chance to win this race for sure he was second last year getting ready to put on his foot protectors talking about tony stewart tony how about today's race can you move it up a notch <laughs> we're going to try to uh got a really good car and i think that was evident by where we're qualified so uh you know, just excited. I mean, everyone on the Home Depot team is just really, really dug in over the winter, and, and I'm so excited about how good my cars have been driving this year, and I think we're going to shake this uh, this spring thawing period that we have trouble with each year. So uh, if we can get a good start to the season, we know the middle part and the end of the season, we come on strong. So uh, these first, uh, you know, half a dozen races or so are really important to us right now. 
He started out, took him 11 races last year. Don't think it'll take him that long. He rolls off fifth. It was the double zero yesterday. See if the double six can do it today with Craig Armstrong. Well, Todd Bodine won the Samstown 300 Bush Series race here yesterday. Todd, you're starting sixth in your first Winston Cup start here at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Can you make it two in a row? Well, I don't want to make any predictions, but we've got a really good race car. The, the Kmart Taurus uh, ran really good in happy hour. It's got almost the exact same setup the bush car had so hopefully it'll run just as good but you know we we got to be realistic we got to try to get a good top 10 finish maybe a top five if we got a car to win the race we're going to go to the front and try to do it so uh, uh it ought to be exciting todd bodine looking for that two usually the deuce is not a good thing merlin snake eyes that'd be great for todd bodine Todd Bodine, very, very excited about this season, getting off to a good start. Nearly won the NASCAR Busch Series race at Daytona. Did win at Rockingham and won again here yesterday. And then qualifying sixth for today's race, obviously, he's pretty pumped. Yeah, he's got a lot of momentum in his corner, and uh, he's got some guys working on that car that just bust their tails for him every weekend. I think that we'll see some good things out of that team all season long. Folks are standing by, getting ready for the start of today's race. The drivers have headed over to their cars. We're waiting for the command to fire the engines on pit road and get this third race of the 19 or the 2001 season underway. Posted awards over four million dollars, along with the Winston Cup leader bonus worth thirty thousand dollars for this event today. And the No Bull Five on the line, an extra million dollars for one of five drivers if they can win the race and a race fan along with them. So a lot of money laid out, and that's kind of appropriate to be here in Las Vegas. Yeah, that's where the big bucks are, that's for sure. And there's a lot on the line today for a lot of drivers. As we said, there's five drivers that's qualified for the Winston Noble. Gentlemen, five. start your engines. And there's the command to fire them up, and very shortly we'll go racing. Kyle Larson brings his Chevy four tires to no-go racing fuel. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top-tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. Money's back here for Ryan Blaney, four tires with Sunoco fuel. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. M-R-N Radio presents the NASCAR Winston Cup Series. Today, the UAW Daimler Chrysler 400. The NASCAR Winston Cup machines are rolling onto the speedway. Welcome back to MRN Radio's live coverage of the UAW Daimler Chrysler 400. Let's take a look at the drivers who are in the field. Four failed to make the race. Those are Kyle Petty, Rick Mass, Brendan Gaughan, and Andy Houston. Buckshot Jones will start back in 43rd position. 42nd will be Ricky Craven. Brett Bodine starts 41st. Robbie Gordon, 40th. 39th position is Mike Wallace. John Andretti starts 38th. Mike Skinner starts 37th. Hutt Strickland, 36th. Ryan Newman will start 35th. Kenny Wallace, 34th. Terry Labonte is the 33rd starter. 32nd, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Bobby Hamilton will start 31st. Jason Leffler starts in the 30th spot today with Ken Schrader in 29th. Jeff Burton goes from 28th. Robert Presley starts 27th. 26th starter is Stacy Compton. Ricky Rudd in 25th. Jeff Gordon goes from 24th. Joe Nemechek is 23rd. 22nd starter is Matt Kenseth in 21st. Last week's winner, Steve Park. 
20th spot will be Kevin Harvick. Jimmy Spencer starts 19th. Casey Atwood 18th. Dave Blenny will be the 17th starter. Bill Elliott starts 16th. Mark Martin 15th, 14th position. Jeremy Mayfield, Ward Burton is the 13th starter. Ron Hornaday Jr. will start 12th, and Elliott Sadler starts 11th. Rusty Wallace starts 10th today with Kurt Busch in the ninth starting spot. Eighth is Sterling Marlin. Seventh is Bobby Labonte. Todd Bodine starts in the sixth position with Tony Stewart in fifth. Fourth starter, Daytona 500 winner Michael Waltrip with Jerry Nadeau going from third. On the front row, Johnny Benson of the outside position. On the bud pole, Dale Jarrett with a speed of 172.106 miles per hour. Field across the line. They are going to get the indication when they come around one more time. We will go green flag racing, so why don't we take a quick swing around the speedway and bring in the voices who will be covering the action out in the turns. From Altamont, Illinois, in turns one and two, Kirk Becker. Well, Barney, 12 degrees of banking in turns one and two. It's a very fast part of the racetrack. Drivers will typically try to keep the car down low, but if the car is working well enough, they might be able to shift up a lane. The problem is if you drive it in too deep and if you're caught down low, you might start to feel the car get out from under you. So that's the key when you get to turn two. Keep it in a straight line for that move onto the backstretch. We'll have all the action covered from our spot just outside of turn two. It is a drag race on that backstretch to try to get positioning going into turn number three to cover the action for MRN Radio this afternoon there from... Rancho Cucamonga, California. Here's Dan Hubbard. Thank you, Joe, and hello to everybody. Turns three and four, very similar to turns one and two, nice and wide, also banked at 12 degrees. Today's competitors will have to place their bets as to whether the low line or the high line will work for them. Yesterday, Michael Waltrip and Marty Houston lost those bets as they both found the wall in the bush race. I'll be here to tell you who has the bad luck and who has the good at turns three and four of Las Vegas. Will be a lot of gambling going on in turns three and four here this afternoon as they come back into the trioval and work their way to the start-finish line and try to get positioning on the other car. Most of the guys will tell you, although it's a very wide-sweeping racetrack, you really want to keep your car down at the bottom lane if you can. Well, as we said uh, in the beginning, it is a handling racetrack, and the lower you can run to the apron of the speedway, the better off you're going to be. The pace car has the field in tow off turn number four. Now the pace car is moving on to pit road, getting set for the race as they come out of turn number four and down to the line. Dale Jarrett and Johnny Benson up on row one. Jerry Nadeau, Michael Waltrip in row two. Tony Stewart and Todd Bodine sit back there in the third row as they approach the green flag. And the green is waving. Here they come down to the line on the start. DJ gets a good jump by a car length and a half over Jerry Nadeau, who now slides into second. And he will do that at the expense of Johnny Benson third. Michael Waltrip goes fourth. Then they're side by side for the fifth position. Tony Stewart inside of Todd Bodine Todd Bodine makes it a battle for the fourth spot between himself and Michael Waltrip. Bodine will try to beat Waltrip to the corner, and he does into turn three, so give Todd Bodine the fourth spot. Your leader is still Dale Jarrett. Jerry Nadeau is second. Johnny Benson in third. Everybody trying to tuck down to that inside lane as quick as they can. They don't want to be hung out on the high side. Across the line, it is still Dale Jarrett, Jerry Nadeau as they work their way back into the corner. Now from fifth place on back, they're getting too wide in turn one. That's where Tony Stewart is down to the inside of Michael Waltrip with Sterling Marlin trying to latch on to Stewart's back bumper to give him a shot, but there's trouble in turn two. It is Jeff Burton who spins to the top of the banking. Burton backs his Ford into the outside wall. Some heavy damage to the left rear quarter panel on Burton's machine. Caution on the speedway. It will come out at lap number two again as Jeff Burton's car got turned around over there, backed into the outside wall as they race back down to the line. Dale Jarrett will bring him back under the yellow flag. Ready to go back to green. We're four laps complete. Coming up on lap five is when the green flag will fly again. Dale Jarrett will lead him down. Jerry Nadeau lines up second. Johnny Benson third. Todd Bodine fourth. Tony Stewart fifth. Then Michael Waltrip, Sterling Marlin, Rusty Wallace, Ron Hornaday, 
and Bobby Labonte make up the top five. On the first lap, Tom Bodine picked up two positions. Jeff Gordon advanced two spots, and Sterling Marlin gained one. Let's see what they could do. Another lap under the green. As they go back to it here in Las Vegas, single file, working to turn one. And the driver again who wants to start making a move is Sterling Marlin. He's back in the seventh spot, trying to take sixth away from Michael Walter. Marlin starts to angle down toward the inside to try to make the move there. He will still try to angle to the inside, cannot do it, so he slots in single file behind Michael Waltrip again. That is the battle for seventh. Up front, it is Nadu just barely challenging Dale Jarrett as Jarrett slides up the bank in here at turn four. Still nailing down the top spot, Nadu in hot pursuit. The front eight cars run single file as they cross back the line with Dale Jarrett bringing them back as they work back across the line. The hot racing is going on right now between Jeremy Mayfield and Ron Hornaday down in turn one. Side by side for the ninth position, Hornaday to the outside of Mayfield. Mayfield Field car bobbles. He has to lift to get back in line as Hornaday goes by. That battle is single file. The battle in front of them is starting to heat up. Rusty Wallace now right on the rear bumper of Sterling Marlin. Marlin trying to get around Michael Waltrip. Tight pack of three cars again for the sixth position. Marlin will wash up high. Rusty Wallace takes advantage down low. Todd Bodine has moved up to the third position, and Ricky Craven has a problem. Just as he crossed the start-finish line, smoke began pouring out of the Tide machine. Craven has slowed on the racetrack, does not come to pit road. However, NASCAR is now putting out the black flag for Ricky Craven. Again, early in the race, some problems as smoke continues to blow from his car. Under the green flag, working down the back straightaway, Dale Jarrett leads him to turn three. We'll see if the corner is just a little bit slick for Dale Jarrett as he comes in. A little bit of a wiggle on the nose. Dale Jarrett is able to handle it. Nadu nails down the second spot. Todd Bodine in third. Still a good race going on back at eighth place. There's three cars hooked up in that one right now. Jeremy Mayfield to the high side as they come off the corner. Rusty Wallace Pulls alongside him as they go back into turn number one. Bobby Labonte's about to get a piece of that, and so is Kurt Busch in turn one. A couple of teammates side by side for that eighth spot, and now there's trouble. Rusty Wallace spins. Smoke boils out from under the car. He slams into the wall, and teammate Jeremy Mayfield also making contact. Everyone else diving down onto the grassy apron in turn two to get by, but the crumpled machines of Rusty Wallace and Jeremy Mayfield are resting in turn two. And Brett Bodine had a problem up in turns three and four just a moment ago. Also looked like Brett spun the car up, and we are under caution. Could be some oil on the track from Ricky Craven's car, but the yellow flag is waving for the second time. It comes out at lap number eight. From outdoor care to home and auto repair, do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com. Pace car pulling out of pit road off turn number four. Dale Jarrett, Todd Bodine, Jerry Nadu, Johnny Benson, and Tony Stewart will be the top five. Single file restart as they come down the line, getting ready to go. Sixth place, Michael Waltrip, Sterling Marlin, Kurt Busch, Bobby Labonte, Ron Hornaday. The top ten. Green is back in the air, and Dale Jarrett sets sail. On the restart, gets a good one. He'll pull away two, maybe three car lengths on Todd Bodine as they go to turn one. Behind Bodine, you've got Jerry Nadu riding in third, right down next to the white line at the bottom of turn two. Johnny Benson, Tony Stewart, and then comes Sterling Marlin. Sterling 
Marlon, Kurt Busch, Ron Hornaday, Michael Waltrip, and Bobby Labonte make up the top ten. In fact, Labonte pulls up alongside Michael Waltrip for about the tenth spot. They are side by side in the turn. Todd Bodine gives Dale Jarrett the little bump and run here at turn four, and Bodine takes the lead at Las Vegas. Meanwhile, Ricky Rudd gets a bumper in turn three, gets up against the wall and slows across the line. Todd Bodine becomes the second leader of the race today and starts moving away from Dale Jarrett. Well, after watching Todd Bodine make the move, now Jerry Nadeau would like to do the same thing, trying to bypass Dale Jarrett, but for now, Jarrett is still sitting in second. Jarrett has second. Filling his mirrors is Jerry Nadeau. A distant fourth is Johnny Benson. Fifth, Tony Stewart. Single file racing from first through about tenth. Three wide into turn three for the 11th spot. Casey Atwood, Michael Waltrip, and Elliot Sadler. Something has to give. Michael Waltrip backs out of the throttle. Furious racing back from about tenth position on as Ricky Rudd brings his car into his crew's attention real quick. We'll get an update there. Let's see what's going on in Ricky's crew. Nope. We'll wait to find out in just a moment. But Ricky had slowed up in turn number four, as Joe Moore said. Got out toward the outside wall. Now he's down on the way and will go back onto the speedway. They continue to chase Todd Bodine. He grabbed the lead from Dale Jarrett. They're in the back stretch. Well, Barney, it's almost a replay of yesterday where Todd Bodine was so dominant during the Bush race. He's opening up his lead over Dale Jarrett by about four or five car lengths. Jerry Nadeau is in third. Fourth still is Johnny Benson. Todd Bodine picked up two positions on the very first lap of this race, advanced further, getting by the second-place car of Jerry Nadeau, and now takes over the top spot, has about a seven-car length lead over Dale Jarrett as they race back to turn one. Everyone stays single file through the first ten car Kurt Busch back in the eighth position. Thought about a move to the inside of Ron Hornaday. Now Busch has to swing wide, trying to block Bobby Labonte, who's on the charge. Kurt Busch in a very defensive position against Bobby Labonte, and Labonte has his hands full with Casey Atwood as Atwood puts his dodge down to the bottom white line of the apron, trying to get around Bobby Labonte. They're side by side off the turn. That will be for ninth position. Casey Atwood at the bottom of the racetrack. Bobby Labonte on the high side as they work their way back across the start-finish line. Elliot Sadler rides along behind those two. He had thoughts of stacking them three deep there for just a moment. Let's follow that one back over to turn two. Got a Pontiac, a Dodge, and a Ford in that battle from ninth position on back. Here's the Dodge of Casey Atwood starting a run to the inside of Bobby Labonte. This time, Casey Atwood backs off the gas. He'll ride single file for a while down the back stretch right behind Bobby Labonte. And again, Bobby Labonte trying to improve his position, closing in on Kurt Busch. Shouldn't be any surprise that Casey Atwood is quick today. He was fastest in final practice yesterday. He's picked up eight positions already, just 17 laps into the race here today. Let's follow now Bobby Labonte. He and Kurt Busch going at it, racing into turn one. Trying to grab the eighth position, Bobby Labonte is. He's riding behind Kurt Busch at this point. Not going to make the move. Casey Atwood riding in single file behind them. Still a nose to tail down the back stretch. Behind Casey Atwood is Elliot Sadler, who now is feeling the pressure from Michael Waltrip. This would be for about the 12th position. Waltrip riding the middle groove through turns three and four, trying to draw up alongside Elliot Sadler. Michael's got a good handling race car, too, at least in the early going he has. We've watched him make a couple of moves and pick off a few positions, but this time he'll come around on the outside of Elliot Sadler and pass him as they go back to turn number one. It is still Todd Bonine leading Dale Jarrett, Jerry Nadeau, Third, fourth is Tony Stewart, then Johnny Benson fifth, Sterling Marlin sixth, Ron Hornaday is seventh. The leaders go to three. Coming into three, it is still all Todd Bodine with about a four to five car length lead over the second spot of Dale Jarrett. Todd Bodine making that higher groove work for his machine. Todd leads him back to the line to complete the first 20 laps. Ricky Rudd with a problem. He lost two laps on pit road. Craig Armstrong, what's the problem? Well, we'll get right to it in just a moment. Look, looking. 
What it was, Craig, is it was a down left rear tire. Uh, Ricky Rudd cut a left rear tire on the Haviland Ford. He's gone back onto the racetrack, and he is running okay now, but that tire has put him way behind. He's back in 39th position, but he's still got all day to make it up. 267 laps will make up the event here this afternoon at Las Vegas. Working lap number 20 right now, about to put 21 on the scoreboard. Todd Bodine continues to lead. Got a big healthy margin right now of maybe eight to 10 car lengths, if you can call that a healthy margin. Third place right now, Jerry Nadeau has dropped back a ways. He's losing ground. Tony Stewart is about to reel him in down in turn two. Here comes Stewart now, pins it right down to the bottom of turn number one, following Jerry Nadeau, whose car slides up a lane as they race on to the backstretch. Tony Stewart continues to shorten that gap between himself and Jerry Nadeau. Again, this would be the fight for third position. Nadeau has it, Stewart wants it, and now Stewart cuts it down to only two car lengths coming off the turn. Stewart tries to close to gain that spot. Meanwhile, Todd Bodine catches some slower traffic, crosses uh, the line here, passing the machine of Jerry Nade, or rather Jeremy Mayfield, who was involved in a crash earlier today. It's Todd Bodine leading Dale Jarrett, Jerry Nadeau, Tony Stewart, and Johnny Benson. Caution is on the speedway for the third time out at lap number 26. Don't see any cars in trouble out there. Apparently there may be some debris on the racetrack, but the yellow flag is waving for the third time at lap 36 as Todd Bodine is being shown as the leader. Dale Jarrett is still second. Tony Stewart's closing quickly on both the front two. Tony's up to third. Moved around Jerry Nadeau just a few minutes ago. Nadeau now dropped back to fourth. Johnny Benson is fifth. Sterling Marlin rides sixth under this yellow flag. Ron Hornaday is still seventh. Bobby Labonte is up to eighth now. Kurt Busch is ninth. And Casey Atwood make up the top ten. It appears some debris came off Jeremy Mayfield's car, Barney, when he cut that tire down on the back straightaway several laps ago. And the NASCAR cleanup crews have gone out onto the back stretch to clean up the debris there. So that's the cause for our caution here. Third time this afternoon. Kind of a slow start to the race. We first saw the caution come out on the very first lap when defending champion of the race Jeff Burton hit the wall over in turn two then on lap number eight it happened at both ends of the racetrack Brett Bodine hit the wall in turn four and at the same time teammates Rusty Wallace and Jeremy Mayfield got together and slammed into the wall over in turn number two now here at lap number 27 we're under the caution flag because of debris spotted on the back straightaway the NASCAR season is here and Toyota racing is looking for clashers did you clash at the Coliseum with your favorite Toyota drivers Clashing with the HOA who won't let you carve bell number 20 into your lawn. Or maybe your Tyler Reddick shirt clashed with your pants while meeting the in-laws. If you're a clasher, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing Inc. We're about set to go back to green flag racing with Tony Stewart as the leader this time. Dale Jarrett, who started in the number one spot, sits second now on this restart. Then Todd Bodine. Come down to the line. Green flag is in the air. Here they come now across the line. Tony Stewart starts pulling away. He and Dale Jarrett get a big jump on third place. Todd Bodine as Ricky Rudd struggles trying to get back on the tail end of the lead lap. Here comes Todd Bodine back into the turn. He will have to deal with Rudd's lap machine. Everyone else going wide in front of Bodine to get around Rudd. Meanwhile, Tony Stewart tries to pull away from Dale Jarrett, but nothing doing as Jarrett down the back stretch closes in on the rear bumper of the Pontiac. Here's Todd Bodine in third, trying to deal with the lap machine of Ricky Rudd. Bodine will go to the outside. Sterling Marlin is fourth. They're side by side for fifth. Bobby Labonte and Hornaday. Todd Bodine doesn't want to get hung up behind the lap car of Ricky Rudd, so he comes around on the outside, makes the move work this time, and slides up into third place. Sterling Marlin now has to chase down Ricky Rudd to get up there and have a shot at getting up to the top three. And let's see if there's a challenge for second. Here's Todd Bodine angles wide, flares around Dale Jarrett, and 
takes over second. Todd Bodine is just hooked up. I mean, he just blew around Dale Jarrett, and now he sizes up Tony Stewart. Tony Stewart takes the Home Depot car down low, puts a couple of tires on the wide line, but here comes Bodine round the outside. They're side by side off the turn. This will show just how good he is, and darn, he's good. To the outside, lane off turn number four. Todd Bodine blast by, and pick up, picks up the top spot once again, and Kurt Becker starts pulling away immediately. And no time at all, Joe. Here's Bodine back in turn number two. He's gotten away by three car lengths from Tony Stewart, then Dale Jarrett as they hit the backstretch. Todd Bodine down the backstretch. Everybody else will just try to throw a lasso around him if they could. Tony Stewart now in the second spot will try to defend that position from Dale Jarrett, who has ideas of taking it away as Jarrett works that middle groove. Jarrett takes a look on the outside, then has second thoughts coming off the corner, says it better stay tucked in line. But Todd Bodine driving much the same kind of race he did yesterday when he won the Bush Grand National event here, the Samstown 300. He has got a race car that is flying, and right now I'll bet his guys are down in the pits really just can't believe what they're seeing out there, how good that car is. The scramble is going to be for second place as it works up to turn three. That would be between Tony Stewart and Dale Jarrett, carbon copy of the last lap. Jarrett takes a brief look to the inside, hoping that Tony will wash up, but nothing doing there. Stewart just guarding the whole corner, if you will. Jarrett has to back off as they exit turn four. All those guys doing all they can to try to keep up with Todd Bodine, but to no avail. He crosses the line, and already he's pulled out by a full second over the second place race. Now Stewart to the inside. DJ takes it wide in turn one. And he charges back into the corner, and as a result, driving deeper into the turn, Dale Jarrett goes to second. In fact, Sterling Marlin's going to go by Stewart as well. Plenty of cars got by Tony Stewart. I wonder if something's amiss on that Pontiac. So Jarrett is in second. Sterling Marlin is in third. Tony Stewart in fourth. Bobby Labonte in fifth. Good battle for sixth between Hornaday, who has it, and Jerry Nadeau, who wants it. They ride single file, however, off the corner, back to the start-finish line. Meanwhile, Todd Bodine has opened up a big advantage of 1.2 seconds on the rest of the field as it's getting kind of spread out now as they work over to turn two. It's a long way back to Dale Jarrett in that second spot, checking to see who the first driver is going to be to step out of line. It may be Bobby Labonte. He may try to bypass his teammate on the back stretch. Tony Stewart did back up. Now he speeds up, wondering if they're going to try to work together. Tony Stewart and Bobby Labonte filling their mirrors is still Ron Hornaday and Jerry Nadeau single file racing through the corner. Working their way off turn four, back into the trioval. These cars from second on back, pretty tightly packed, but Todd Bodine pulls away even more. His lead now a second and a half. Further back in the pack, we're seeing Kurt Busch and Michael Waltrip go at it. They're racing side by side to the end of the front straightaway for the 11th position. Here's Michael Waltrip working down low. Busch goes wide in turn number two. Waltrip has company behind him. Mark Martin, Jeff Gordon also is there. Tight three-car pack for the 11th spot. It'll be Kurt Busch and Michael Waltrip. They're door-to-door -door down the back stretch as Busch tries to slam that door on Waltrip into the corner. Cannot do it as the rear end of the Ford starts to slide a little bit. Waltrip takes the inside. Mark Martin had ideas of making it three wide. Kurt Busch scoots a little bit high coming out of the corner, and that's going to cost him because Michael Waltrip will simply be able to drive underneath him, but Busch comes right back, doesn't want to give up the spot, goes after him down in turn number one on the high side. Here's Busch now to the outside of Michael Waltrip. They stay side by side, and further ahead, it's side by side for fifth, Ron Hornaday inside of Tony Stewart. So Tony Stewart continues to go in the wrong direction as Bobby Labonte has gotten by, Ron Hornaday has gotten by, and now Stewart will have to deal with Jerry Nadeau, who again looks to the inside at turn four. Looks like Stewart's struggling to hold the car down. It pushes up a little bit in the corner. That opens the inside lane for Jerry Nadeau. If he's able to get by, it's going to bring Steve Park and Johnny Benson with him because Stewart can't close the door in 
time. Let's follow that battle back to turn one. Already Jerry Nadeau to six. Steve Park will come along to the right in seventh. Now he's got Johnny Benson to his inside. When it's all said and done, Tony Stewart is back in eighth. Tony Stewart now in eighth all by himself, but pretty soon Matt Kenseth, Michael Waltrip, Kurt Busch, and Mark Martin will catch him, and Martin and Busch going at it into turn three. Martin will have the better line through the corner, although Kurt Busch seems to be comfortable in that higher line. They're headed back to the strike. If you can get underneath somebody in the corner and get a run coming off the turn, nine times out of ten, you're going to beat them, and that's exactly what Mark Martin's trying to do right now on Kurt Busch as they work their way back into turn number one, but Busch has so much horsepower, and straightaway, he almost beats Mark back to turn one. Busch trying to hang on to the 12th spot. Again, he rides up in the middle of the banking. Now, Mark Martin starts to move by to his inside. Single file racing for that spot. Mark Martin blasting down the backstretch. Kurt Busch right on his bumper, but now Busch will have to deal with Jeff Gordon, who wants a little bit of this action. Jimmy Spencer is a part of this mix. Again, Bush washes up way up high. So too does Jeff Gordon. Jimmy Spencer takes a look to the inside. Closer to the front now. It is Johnny Benson and Steve Park going at it for the seventh position. That race crosses the start finish line side by side and goes back to turn one. It's the Pontiac of Benson to the inside of Steve Park's Chevrolet. They will continue to ride door to door all the way through turn number two and onto the backstretch. This is the struggle for seventh down the backstretch at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Speeds around 180 miles an hour. Benson to the inside and a slight contact is made to the entrance. Everybody okay, however. Park has to back out of the throttle, washes up the 12-degree banking off of turn four. And Johnny Benson will get the position. They're still chasing Todd Bodai, and Todd is now one and three-tenths seconds ahead of Dale Jarrett, who rides in the number two spot. Then Sterling Marlin is third. Bobby Labonte is fourth. Ron Hornaday having a good run. He is fifth. Jerry Nadeau hangs in there in sixth. Johnny Benson still very strong in seventh. Steve Park is just taking over eighth place. Tony Stewart slid all the way back to ninth, and Michael Waltrip make up the top ten. MRN is at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway this afternoon. Todd Bodine continues to set the pace in this one, and it is a blistering one. He's pulled away even more on Dale Jarrett, who is second. Sterling Marlin still third. Then Bobby Labonte fourth, and Ron Hornaday make up the top five, as the field is pretty well strung out all the way around the speedway right now. Rusty Wallace is out of the event. Rusty got caught up in an accident over in turn number two a little bit earlier, along with his teammate over there, also Jeremy Mayfield. But Jeremy has been able to continue. They took a look at Rusty's car in the garage area, and they have parked it for the day. So Rusty is out of the event if you wonder why we're not giving him in the rundown. Todd Bodine continues to set the pace. Nobody's been able to do anything with him. Dale Jarrett will ride in the number two spot. Moving up right now is Sterling Marlin. That Dodge coming up there pretty good. Marlin's picked up a couple of spots here in the last few laps. He's now running there in the third spot. Further back, you've got uh, Bobby Labonte in fourth in a battle now for the fifth position. Ron Hornaday's had that for a while. Here comes Johnny Benson, who's been like a yo-yo. He moved up for a while, fell back for a while, and he's on the move again in turn one. And he continues to work the inside lane, which he's been doing for the last several laps. Benson will use that one more time to his advantage. Johnny goes by Hornaday to take over fifth. So Johnny Benson is in the fifth spot, starts pulling away from Hornaday in six, sets his sights now on Bobby Labonte, chops it down from five car lengths, down to four, now almost down to three and a half, as Benson is able to keep that car way down to the bottom in turns three and four. Johnny Benson's had a good race car since they unloaded here. They came out and tested, broke the track record, broke the old track record unofficially when they were out here testing, so he, everybody thought he might get the pole. Not quite, but he got close to the front, having a good run here today. The Winston Noble Five drivers who could collect that million-dollar bonus by winning here this afternoon tell you where they're running. Kenny Wallace is 29th. Joe Nemechek is 27th. Jeff Gordon has moved up to 13th. Terry Labonte is 26th. And Mike Skinner would be around 25th. And that's the way those five drivers are running at lap 51. 
Todd Bodine continues to set the pace, but right now he's got his hands full. Dale Jarrett has caught him. He's chased him down in turn one. All of a sudden, here's Jarrett. He's caught the leader. Now he's trying to go by the leader in turn number two. Jarrett dives down underneath Todd Bodine as they move on to the backstretch. The race is on down the backstretch. Jarrett took a look to the inside. Now thinks better of it. Slots in behind the bumper of Todd Bodine. We heard the crew chief for Bodine say he's picked up a little bit of a push, and he has. Jarrett dives down to the bottom of the racetrack. They're door to door off of turn four. DJ and the Brown UPS Ford trying to make the move up off turn number four. Squeezes to the inside lane, and there's plenty of room there because Todd Bodine can't slam the door. But for now, DJ can't complete the pass. Here they are back in the corner. Couple of Fords battling for the top spot. Again, Bodine goes wide in turn number two. Plenty of room for Jarrett on the bottom side of the racetrack. We'll see what Dale Jarrett has up his UPS sleeve this time around. Todd Bodine extends his lead just a little bit down the backstretch by about two car lengths. Is Jarrett close enough to pull off the pass? Not quite, although he continues to ride a lower line than Todd Bodine. Tell you what, Todd Bodine is taking that higher line, freeing the car up through the corners, still getting good lap times. Dale Jarrett put a move on him over in turns one and two, Kurt Becker, but he couldn't pull it off. That means that Todd Bodine has a good car high just as much as he did low when it was working well. Yeah, it's been kind of mystifying because Jarrett came charging up from no place to catch him, but so far, as you said, Barney, he's not been able to get by. He's chasing Bodine to turn three. Last time around, Bodine opened up his lead by about three car lengths. This time, it's only down to two, so Jarrett got a good entry into the corner. It's going to be awfully tough. No, Bodine slams the door again at the exit of four. Todd would really like to use that inside lane to keep DJ from having a shot down low, but the car's just pushing up the banking not allowing him to hold it down there. DJ follows him back into turn number one. Sterling Marlin still trying to chase down the front two. The front two go off into turn number one. Todd Bodine and Dale Jarrett. And Sterling will make up just a little bit of ground on the last couple of laps. Now a challenge for the leadoff two. Here's Dale Jarrett. Again, it's the same old song. Jarrett down low and Bodine up high. Single file racing with Bodine in the lead. Now Dale Jarrett, plenty, plenty of years of experience here. He's not going to try anything too silly in the early going. He's not going to push if he doesn't have to. Now he puts it down to the bottom of the racetrack. Again, they're fender to fender, wheel to wheel, headed to the strike. DJ trying to hold the inside lane. Is he quick enough through the tri-oval? Todd Bodine will hold him off at the line. DJ still on the attack though he's still got the inside lane covered racing back to one. Jarrett has been very determined. Bodine has been stubborn. Again, they're side by side in turn number two. Jarrett glued to the inside lane, still unable to get by. Well, Dale Jarrett has tried several things so far. Nothing has worked, but again, content to just back off the throttle, wide single file down the back stretch. Watch Todd Bodine wash up the 12-degree banking through three and four. Dale Jarrett riding comfortably on that low line. Bodine, still your leader at Las Vegas. Took Dale Jarrett about 26 laps to get it done, but he has just taken the lead away from Todd Bodine. They're about to put 60 laps on the scoreboard as Dale Jarrett now leads here at Las Vegas. A couple of guys doing great here in the early stages of the race. We mentioned Johnny Benson, who started well today. He's now in the third spot. Michael Waltrip fell back for a while, but after those pit stops, which occurred back on lap 28, he's starting to move up once again. Michael up to the fifth position. And uh, Ron Hornaday doing a good job at A.J. Foyt's Conseco Pontiac. He's been good every place we've been so far th uh, this year, Barney. They, they really have uh, put together quite a team there. Yeah, Ron has fit in well in A.J. Foyt's operation over there. He's a very, very aggressive race driver. He likes to get with the program, get on top of that steering wheel and run every lap just as hard as he can and he's he's made it pay off in the first two races and having a good run here today robbie gordon not having a good day robbie just a moment ago looked like he was going to go on pit road at the last second changed his mind cut back out on the racetrack he is back in 38th position in the kodak machine so we may follow up there a little bit now we see him bringing the car onto pit road don't know if he's got a problem on it or not 
as he is just bringing it into his pit up in the vicinity of Craig Armstrong. Well, he brings a Kodak machine in for a service on the right side of the car. The right side is up. Looks like just tires on the right side. They may have been just a, a bit out of sequence pit stop as they're now going to the left side for Goodyear Eagles. 76 racing gasoline going into the Kodak machine. Pit crew still working on it. Rather lengthy spot, doing a little adjustment to the rear end of the car, still putting some fuel in. Crew looking at the car. No, nope, they dropped it down, and he's in no hurry to get out of there. We'll have to get some word as to exactly what the problem is on the Kodak Max Chevrolet. Problem is, he was uh, caught by NASCAR coming on the pit road too fast, so he's being held up there momentarily. So uh, he'll just have to wait till they give him the signal to continue on the way. So his problems intensify here after this pit stop. Dale Jarrett showing the way. His lead now is three seconds over a new second place driver. Johnny Benson has caught Todd Bodine, picked off the second position. Todd back to third. Sterling Marlin fourth. Michael Waltrip is fifth. Then you've got Bobby Labonte in sixth. Ron Hornaday seventh. Eighth is Tony Stewart. Ninth is Jerry Nadu and running 10th now is Steve Park. Why don't we take you a little bit further back? It's been a while since we updated you a little deeper in the field. 11th would be Mark Martin on the Napa leaderboard. 12th position right now belongs to Earnhardt Jr. Kurt Busch is 13th. Bill Elliott's 14th. Matt Kenseth is 15th. Then Jeff Gordon rides 16th. Kevin Harvick is 17th. Joe Nemechek has moved up to 18th spot. John Andretti would be 19th, Jimmy Spencer 20th, 21st to Robert Presley, 22nd to Casey Atwood, Terry Labonte back to 23rd, Stacey Compton 24th, and 25th is Elliot Sadler. Then we find Kenny Schrader back 26th, Mike Skinner 27th, Buckshot Jones 28th, 29th would be Mike Wallace, 30th is Ricky Rudd, 31st is Dave Blaney, 32nd Ryan Newman, 33rd is Bobby Hamilton, Ward Burton back in 34th place, 35th would be Hut Strickland, then Kenny Wallace rides 36th, Jason Leffler, who was just on pit road a moment ago, now back to 37th spot. And Robbie Gordon, who had the problem a moment ago, is 38th. Ricky Craven is 39th. Jeremy Mayfield, who hit the wall earlier in the event this afternoon, is being shown 40th. Jeff Burton also spent a lot of time back there. He got caught up over there also in turn number two. He is 41st. Rusty Wallace is out of the event. And Brett Bodine in the garage would be 42nd and 43rd. Pit stops are underway. The leader is in. Bobby Labonte has taken over the top spot. Let's cover some of the stops. First to Jim Phillips. And also, John, here, Joe, we've had Ward Burton in early. He came in uh, early at lap uh, 83. Steve Parker's in on lap 87. Right now, Stacy Compton's in. Ryan Newman's in on the pit lane. And we've had some cars out in front of Weston Kelly. One of them was Dale Jarrett, the leader. 16.31 seconds. A good stop there. Four tires and fuel. No chassis adjustment. Johnny Benson, a lap earlier. 16.5 seconds. A good stop there as well. A quarter of a pound is all he wanted. The car a little bit loose going into the corners. He didn't want to tighten it up but he did want to help him on the entry. Joe Nemechek gets four tires in fuel. Todd Bodine was on pit road. He got four tires in 76 gasoline as well. The pit board is out for Tony Stewart. Now expect Bobby Labonte momentarily. Labonte reporting that his car is very good. Now let's go down to Craig Armstrong. Well the Budweiser crew is hard at work on Dale Jr.'s Chevrolet. They were on the right side. Out of the left side the car is down 22 gallons of 76 Racing gasoline in excellent stop for the Budweiser crew. Dale Jr. is out and away. Bobby Labonte had been shown as a leader now that he is on pit road. Mark Martin should move up into the lead. Then Tony Stewart, Ron Hornaday, and Elliot Sadler. But Stewart is also in the pits right now. Hornaday brings his.
his machine down, so they give up track position also. Let's cover some of their stops in front of Winston Kelly. Uh, the Gibbs crew is going to work simultaneously a couple of pit stalls away. The Interstate Green Pontiac and the Home Depot Orange Pontiac. 14.65 seconds for Bobby Labonte's crew. Wow, that was good. Four tires in fuel. Tony Stewart down and away. Ron Hornaday on pit road. He had been reporting his car was just a little bit tight. He adjusted to brake bias, meaning the front to rear brake position that he had on the car. So he's now reporting that his car is very good. Ron Hornaday, four tires and fuel. Mark Martin gives up the lead and brings his car to the attention of his crew. Let's cover his stop. And Mark's crew goes to work on the right side, Barney. Jack it up on the right. First get of 76 racing fuel is in. They make a track bar adjustment on Martin's car. Then swing around to the left side. It's all routine for Martin. You're on lap 91. Elliot Sadler is going to take over the lead now. He picks up the top spot as Mark Martin came in to make his stop. It gives us uh, seven lead changes among six different drivers. And again, a lot of these coming during green flag pit stops here at lap number 91. So Sadler will have to come in very shortly. Johnny Benson will be next in line to pick up the top spot just ahead of Dale Jarrett. That'll cycle back around after Elliot comes in for his scheduled service. Mr. Kelly, is everybody taking four tires on these pit stops? Absolutely. We had talked to Johnny Benson before the race, and he said definitely the way to go is going to be four tires. He believes that the way the track, the grip on the track is, even though it's a fairly new track, the grip is not quite as good as one might expect. So expect everybody to continue to take four tires. May have somebody gamble toward the end of the race, but it would have to be somebody that's on back in the pack. Expect the front runners to continue to get four tires. Got a pretty good scramble going on for second place right now. Now, Johnny Benson and Dale Jarrett were going at it when they crossed the stripe here just a moment ago. They're coming off turn number four right now and working their way back down to the line. Benson has gotten away from Dale this time by three or four car lengths, but they're about to catch a big pack of traffic in turn two. Here comes Johnny Benson in that second position, rushing up behind Bobby Hamilton. He will follow his tire tracks off to the back stretch. We'll see if Bobby Hamilton pulls over to the left and makes life easy for Johnny Benson. No, nothing doing there, so Benson says, I'll take the low line. Scoots in underneath Bobby Hamilton. Benson still with about three and a half car lengths in hand over Dale Jarrett as they race back to start finish. Well, bad break for Elliott Sadler. He was leading the race, still is at this moment, but it's going to go away quickly. He missed the entrance of Pit Road. Last time coming through turn number four, he was going too fast, tried to blow the car down. It would not slow down. He missed Pit Road. Now he comes into his cruise detention. Elliott Sadler slides the motorcraft forward to a stop. Apparently ran out of gas, so he's trying now to get it. Re got it refired again. Going to the left side of the car now. They've got good year eagles coming up. Big scramble trying to get this thing done as quickly as possible. Costly pit stop for Elliott Sadler. He had a good position going. Now he's off and away. Tell you what, it's hard to get on pit road here. This is kind of like the Darlington track. You have to really make a hard cut up there coming out of the corner. It's just so easy to misjudge Trouble in turn two. Two cars slide up the racetrack. Joe Nemechek and John Andretti bouncing off one another. They both scrape the outside wall. Andretti's Dodge rides all the way along the outside retaining wall to the exit of turn two. Nemechek resting atop the banking as well. And that will put a yellow flag on the field. It will be the fourth one of the afternoon. It comes out at lap number 95, back to turn two. Well, Joe Nemechek and John Andretti were side by side racing into the corner. They bounced off each other once or twice. Both skittered up the racetrack, both making contact with the wall. Andretti's car has come to a stop at the entry to the backstretch up against the retaining wall. A lot of damage to the back end of the Joe Nemechek car. He has since fired his machine and driven on the way. Field is under the yellow flag, as we told you, for the fourth time this afternoon. 
field was given the indication they are about to go back to green flag racing here when they come back. They're just now going over in to turn number three. Mark Martin, Ron Hornaday, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Bill Elliott, and Kurt Busch is the top five. But an interesting day. Yeah, certainly has so far. Kind of an unusual day to see some of the contenders for the race win. You would think early on involved in crashes like Jeff Burton, who crashed on the very first lap. Then uh, Jeremy Mayfield and Rusty Wallace crashing together on lap number eight. And uh, other drivers having their problems early on in the day. But for Mark Martin, things looking good right now. He leads the event as we get ready to go back under the green flag. It's Ron Hornaday in second, Dale Earnhardt Jr. third, Bill Elliott at fourth and Kurt Busch fish a uh, fifth <laughs> as the green is out and there they go racing off into turn one here's Mark Martin the race leader got plenty of traffic around him he has Buckshot Jones just ahead of him who's trying to stay on the tail end of the lead lap Jones's car wiggles Martin goes three wide to the outside Martin trying to deal with the traffic early it goes to the outside of Buckshot Jones Buckshot the man in the middle Elliot Sadler however still to the left elbow of Mark Martin so Martin trying to clear him as Ron Hornaday closes the gap from the second spot Okay, the guys racing the hardest out there right now. The cars a lap down. Elliot Sadler, Stacy Compton, Ricky Rudd up there at the front of the field with a shot maybe to get back on the tail end of the lead lap. But Mark Martin is not going to have any of that as he works his way back into one. And here comes Ron Hornaday racing up behind Mark Martin into the second position. Hornaday looking for room down low. Nothing there. He follows the leader. Two top cars have cleared at least the early traffic. Mark Martin tries to stretch out his lead by about three and a half car lengths over Ron Hornaday. Third is Dale Jr. behind the lap machine of Stacey Compton. Kurt Busch to his right rear fender. And Bud Dale Jr. has plenty of Bud fans out here in turn four. Here's Kurt Busch trying to pick up some spots coming up off the corner. He's chasing Dale Earnhardt Jr. Just behind him, the car of Bill Elliott. He works the outside lane, all in heavy traffic racing back to turn one. Here's Dale Earnhardt Jr. taking the third position, but he's got Kurt Busch still there to his inside as they go single file now off the corner. Coming down the back stretch, it is Mark Martin again stretching out his lead now by about 10 car lengths. Dale Jr. takes his Chevrolet down to the bottom of turns three and four. This will be the fight for second as the fans come to their feet and wave their red hats. Hornaday and Dale Jr. going at it for second. Dale Jr. makes it stick at the bottom of the racetrack, and that's where you can get a good run when you come out of turn number four, and he gets a good one on Ron Hornaday. He led him by just about a half a car length, but that battle still goes on back in turn two. Chevrolet versus Pontiac. Dale Earnhardt Jr. versus Ron Hornaday. The ongoing battle for the second position on the back. Jr. will try to shut the door as he goes down the back stretch, and he does. Ron Hornaday thought about counterattacking to the inside. It is not close enough to pull off that pass. So now Dale Jr. nails down the second spot. Once he gets around the lap machine of Compton, he can set his sights on the leader, Mark Martin. Mark Martin is a second out in front of second place Dale Earnhardt Jr. He came in about six laps earlier than everyone else did. The way things worked out with a caution, it played into his favor. But Dale Jr. on the move. He's trying to clear himself of lap traffic in turn one. Trying to find a way to get around Stacy Compton. Dale Earnhardt Jr. checking the inside lane. Compton may be a lapped machine, but he's still on the pace with the fast cars up front. Compton puts his Dodge down at the bottom of turns three and four. Following in his tire tracks will be Dale Jr. Now Compton washes up a little bit high, but Jr. not able to make the pass. Mark Martin's kind of having a field day right now. He's pulled away from the field, has a big healthy lead over Dale Earnhardt Jr., Bill Elliott, Ron Hornaday, and Johnny Benson. Some strong racing going on a little further back in the pack over in turn three. That would be Todd Bodine and Kurt Busch. They are nose to tail coming through the corner here down the bottom. Got to deal with
with the lap traffic on the Buckshot Jones and Ricky Rudd. Here come the leaders now back across the line, still watching Dale Earnhardt Jr., who has finally cleared the car of Stacey Compton. Bill Elliott with his hands full now, trying to get by that machine because Ron Hornaday's there with him in turn two. Here comes Elliott back into the corner, looks over to his left. He sees Hornaday's green Pontiac, but Elliott responds to hang on to third. This is Dodge and Pontiac for the third spot. Elliott would love to get around Stacey Compton and use him as a buffer between himself and Hornaday. So far, Elliott having problems with Stacey Compton. It took Dale Jr. about four or five laps to get around him. Bill Elliott still has not found the trick. 111 laps on the board. 112 go up as Mark Martin crosses the line and works his way back into turn number one. It is Mark Martin leading. Earnhardt Jr. second. Bill Elliott third. Ron Hornaday is fourth. And Johnny Benson make up the top five. Let's update you on where the Winston Noble five drivers are running with a chance to win that million-dollar bonus from R.J. Reynolds Tobacco Company. Jeff Gordon is running the best in that pack of five drivers. He currently is up in 10th. Terry Labonte is shown 16th. Mike Skinner is 18th. And way back in 29th is Kenny Wallace. And even further back, Joe Nemechek has now gone to the garage. So, Joe, any chance he might have had to win it here this afternoon has gone by the wayside for the moment. Jeff Gordon's looking pretty good right now. 10th place is not that bad to be at lap 116 and still got all day to get up there. Yeah, we're hoping that those guys will move up a little bit and uh, we'll write that check today. But thanks so much for having me up here. Rich Hobbaker with Sports Marketing Enterprises up in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. 116 on the board. Mark Martin continues to lead. Dale Earnhardt Jr. getting stronger as the day goes by. Got some hard racing right now coming off turn number four and back down to the start-finish line, but Mark Martin is just driving away. Mark Martin has picked up now a 2.2-second lead over the second-place car of Dale Earnhardt Jr. Had his hands full for a while. Dale Jr. did try to get by some lap traffic. He's cleared that traffic, but still can't do anything with Mark Martin. And Dan Hubbard, what he's going to have to be worried about now is Bill Elliott, who continues to close in from third. Bill Elliott, Bill Elliott looks very, very strong indeed in that dodge. Kind of had an accordion race. Falls back, moves up, falls back moves up right now he's in the move up mode and he's trying to gain on the second spot of Dale Jr. 117 on the board 118 for Mark Martin as he works his way around Bill Elliott with a big chunk of sheet metal caved in on his Dodge as he goes back to turn number one can't really tell how much that's going to affect the handling of the car but it doesn't seem to be hurting it that much Kurt Becker at all no he sustained that damage early on in the race today Barney he's got the sheet metal along the right side of the car kind of pushed in he's got the big old black mark that's a sign of a tire rub of some kind when somebody apparently made contact with him and he's one of the drivers working the outside lane we talked early in the day about how the inside lane is normally preferred Elliott's working the outside side and he's doing it quite well. A couple of Pontiacs going at it for the fifth position now off turn number four in and among some lap traffic. Ricky Rudd, Stacy Compton are there as Johnny Benson and Ron Hornaday go side by side for the fifth spot. Here they come back into the corner. Benson down low. He looks to his right. There's Hornaday again racing up to the outside. They continue to go door to door all the way off of turn two. Fight for fifth is still wheel to wheel down the back stretch. Hornaday will ride the outside. Johnny Benson will have the lower line. They come into turn three. Still side by side. Ricky Rudd, the lap machine with the best seat in the house, right behind them. Give Johnny Benson the slight advantage off of turn four. Pretty evenly matched Johnny Benson right now and Ron Hornaday, but Benson will come away with a position at lap 120. Mark Martin, Earnhardt Jr., Bill Elliott, Todd Bodine, Johnny Benson, your top five. MRN Radio live this afternoon at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway to cover the third race of the year for the NASCAR Winston Cup Series, the UAW Daimler Chrysler 400. I'm Joe Moore along with Barney Hall. Turn coverage today from Kurt Becker and Dan Hubbard along Pit Road, Jim Phillips, Winston Kelly, and Craig Armstrong. Right now it is Mark Martin leading the way. We've seen nine lead changes among seven drivers today. Caution flags have flown a total of four times in the event. 
at this stage of the race, again, closing in on the halfway point. We have 24 cars that are still on the lead lap. Let's take you through those on the Napa leaderboard. It's Mark Martin out front. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is second. Bill Elliott third. Todd Bodine fourth. And fifth is Johnny Benson. Sterling Marlin runs sixth. Seventh is Ron Hornaday. Eighth is Steve Park. Ninth is Kurt Busch. Tenth is Bobby Labonte. And eleventh is Jeff Gordon, followed by Dale Jarrett, who runs twelfth. Thirteenth is Kevin Harvick. Fourteenth is Tony Stewart. Fifteenth is Jerry Nadeau. Jimmy Spencer runs sixteenth with Mike Skinner in seventeenth. Michael Waltrip is eighteenth. Ward Burton nineteenth. And Robert Presley is in the 20th position. 21st is Casey Atwood. 22nd, Matt Kenseth. 23rd, Dave Blaney. And 24th, Terry Labonte. Those are the cars now on the lead lap. Let's go down to the, the garage area and Winston Kelly. Well, John Andretti's looking over the damage on the Cheerios Dodge. I tell you, it's hard enough to get used to saying Cheerios from STP. Now it's Dodge. Not where we wanted to meet you. Joe said that he just kind of lost the car. How'd you see it coming? You had any warning at all? Well, I did when we went in that corner because he he went in as deep as I went in, and um, I thought, man, if he can, if he can hang on to that thing, I, he's better a man than I am. But um, unfortunately, he's me as a cushion between him and himself and the wall, and it's it's unfortunate those things happen. It's, it comes down to just racing real hard, and, and people make mistakes. But um, the motor still runs, and so we're going to work as hard as we can on the body, get the Cheerios, Betty Crocker Dodge out there, and and the other thing too is. And look at the guys that are running up front. I mean, we ran with them the whole day. All we did is have to let our helping hands picker do one more stop for us, and I know we would have been right in there. So it's disappointing, but we're going to have a better year. This was a rough weekend for us, and uh, we got better ones to come. We had some accidents early. You had an interesting perspective on what caused that. Tell us about that. Well, I thought that, you know, with the, some of the guys on the outside, that the, the outside lane is really slick because I think the temperature was so cold. We had never gone out there and had to run, you know, like right after the bush race, there was a lot of heat in the ground. And um, when we got out there, I almost threw the car in the wall early too, just trying to get out there and get around some guys. And you really had to soft pedal up there. It was really hard to hang on. Luckily, I, I hate to say luckily, I started back far enough that I was going slow enough that I could save it. Uh, the Cheerios Dodge driver, John Andretti, still able to manage a smile, hoping they're going to get back in and get some points. And there again, John, uh, talking about without coming right out and saying it, some guys need to use a little patience out there, and that might have caused some accidents early in the event. Mark Martin continues to lead at lap 131. We're not too far away from the halfway point. 134 laps will put us halfway home this afternoon in the UAW Daimler Chrysler 400 here at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Bill Elliott having a very strong run. In fact, there's about four guys I wrote down here, Joe, to kind of give a call to that have really looked very good today. Kurt Busch is one of those, having a great run. He's hung in there all day. Ron Hornaday Jr. we've talked about several times. Kevin Harvick's doing a good job also, and certainly Dale Earnhardt Jr. Yeah, Bill Elliott has come on strong here in the last few laps. Uh, he had a good battle with uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. for a while and uh, finally passed him is starting to pick up a little bit of ground trying to close in on Mark Martin. Right now, though, I don't know if he's going to be able to catch him or not. Let's check down in Bill Elliott's pit. Jim Phillips is in that vicinity. What are they saying about the Dodge, Jim? Well, actually, Joe, I moved uh, up to talk to Jimmy Finning, Mark Martin's crew chief, because they were having such a good run. Whatever you did on that pit stop seemed to work, Jimmy. Well, we adjusted a little bit on it, you know, but uh, Mark's got some clean, clean air right now, and he's doing a real good job. So we've got a long ways to go. We'll just see what happens. Is that really important here, the clean air? Well, it is everywhere, you know, with aerodynamics nowadays. Uh, but uh, we'll just keep working on it. That's Jimmy Finney, crew chief for Mark Martin. Uh, like you said, guys, uh, that clean air 
at any racetrack now with this uh, the downforce on these cars is really important. Well, Mark's in good shape in that department right now as he works his way off turn number two and heads down the back straightaway. He has only one car between himself and the tail end of the field, and that's about a full straightaway, so there's no traffic around to upset his car at all, and it's beginning to pay off for him. He is two and two-tenths seconds ahead of everybody else, everybody else being Bill Elliott, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and Todd Bodine. Those three cars, Joe, are about 10 or 12 car lengths apart that we just talked about there, trailing Bill Elliott going into turn one. Pretty well spread out at the front of the field. A little bit further back, there's some good racing going on. Ron Hornaday rides along in the seventh position, and Kurt Becker, he's got Steve Park and Kurt Busch with him. Yeah, the last couple of laps, we've been waiting to see who's going to step out of line first in this pack. Again, this from seventh on back. Kurt Busch is going wide off the corner this time onto the backstretch. Kurt Busch would love to slot into the eighth position, but the problem is Steve Park has got it. He's right there. Now Kurt Busch closes the gap, dives in deep into turn three, now lets the car slide up just a little bit high through turn four. Kurt Busch continues to pursue Steve Park. 139 laps on the board. They're still chasing Mark Martin, whose advantage continues to get just a little bit larger. Well, actually, it's cut down a little bit now. Bill Elliott's chopped it down to a little less than a second. Dale Earnhardt Jr. rides in the number three position. Then Todd Bodine is fourth. Johnny Benson is fifth. Sterling Marlin is sixth. Ron Hornaday still having a good solid day. He is seventh. Steve Park is eighth. Kurt Busch rides ninth, and Bobby Labonte is tenth. Dale Jarrett dropping back a little bit, Joe. Apparently that car has gone away a, a wee bit on him. Yeah, they're reporting from Pitt Road that car is a little on the loose side, so he has fallen back to the tenth position right now. But Jim Phillips, Bill Elliott continues to close in. The Dodge looking good here as he uh, tightens up now within six-tenths of a second of Mark Martin. Yes, he is, and let's find out what the story is with his crew chief, Mike Ford. Mike, Bill's doing a good job today. Yeah, we, uh, we came into the race knowing we had a good car set a goal to get a top 10 and anything after that was was a bonus so Dodge Trapid RT is running real well today. Looks, looks real consistent right now. That's the, that's the best to spend all day? Yeah I think the key to this is making sure that you have tires at the end of a run and he's running the high line take care of tires a little better than these other guys and you know come the end of a run he makes up some ground so I think we'll be in good shape coming into this race. Mike Ford crew chief for Bill Elliott. Having a good run here this afternoon, just kind of pacing himself, taking his time, staying out of trouble, and making sure he can stay around the top five or six, and that's what he's been able to do all day long. Pretty good race shaping up between Todd Bodine, who rides fourth, and Johnny Benson, who rides fifth. They've been getting a little bit closer together each time around as they swing off down toward turns one and two. Here comes Johnny Benson to the inside. He's been working the bottom of the racetrack all day and doing it well. He's off again. Benson picks up fourth off the corner. Single file racing down the backstretch. About two car lengths separate those two competitors. Johnny Benson and Todd Bodine. Todd Bodine tries to close the gap into turn three. Nothing doing, however, as Johnny Benson is really handling well through turns three and four. Benson squeezes down to the inside of the slower car of Jeff Burton, involved in a crash on the very first lap this afternoon. Burton gives him plenty of racing room. Benson gets by. There goes Todd Bodine in the lapped car of Ricky Rudd. We talked about Ron Hornaday, the great day he's having, showing up at the seventh spot right now. Winston Kelly is in his pit. I don't guess it should be any surprise that they're running well. He's been here six times in Winston West Craftsman Truck for the Bush Series and has never finished outside of the top ten. Started 12th, currently running seventh. Philippe, you guys got a good run going. What's he saying about the handle on this run? Uh, he likes the car. It's handling pretty good. We're just uh, a little conservative on the gear choice, I guess, but hurting a little down the straightaway. But, I mean, the car's going good. We're good for the whole long run, so... Just have to see how the rain shakes out. How much longer are we looking before you come in for a pit stop? Well, we didn't come in with the rest of them the last time, so we're probably going to have to come in a little early, probably around 160. That's the thoughts of Felipe Lopez, the crew chief on the car. It looks like we're about 15 laps away. 
from the Conseco Pontiac coming in. The A.J. Foyt team got a lot of smiles in here, liking what they're seeing from their driver and their team today. Bill Elliott now in the lead here at Las Vegas at lap 147. We are seeing a few pit stops being made right now. We'll see quite a few more probably in the next 10 or 15 laps. Kurt Busch was in just a moment ago. In fact, he's in front of Jim Phillips right now. Yes, he has Barney routine service uh, here on lap 152. I thought maybe these teams would go a little bit farther. Uh, we had uh, Stacy Compton in on lap 150. He's already gone a lap down, but uh, a little bit earlier than we thought, but here they are anyway. Bill Elliott continues to lead. Mark Martin is second. Johnny Benson third. Sterling Marlin is fourth. He's having a strong run here this afternoon also. Todd Bodine currently rides fifth. Give Ron Hornaday sixth. We talked about Ron and what a good day he's having. Dale Jarrett is back up to seventh. Bobby Labonte currently is eighth. And Jeff Gordon is ninth. And Steve Park, that's our top ten. Ward Burton's making a stop now. Also the car of Hutt Strippen on pit road. Dave Blaney is in. And Craig Armstrong, an early stop for Dale Earnhardt Jr. a few moments ago. What's the problem there? Well, a little earlier than they projected. No real problem. Dale Earnhardt Jr was reporting a little bit of a vibration out of the Budweiser Chevrolet. It got a little bit worse. He assumed it was a tire problem. They've got four new Goodyear Eagles on the thing. A little bit of an air pressure adjustment. No other adjustments to the uh, to the Chevrolet, and they've got him out and back on the racetrack. Very, very good stop for him. Here's Ricky Rudd peeling off the banking, coming down the pit lane. He, of course, uh, cut a tire early in the race, lost a lap, and has been battling back ever since. Jeff Gordon, one of the Noble Five contenders, makes his pit stop here on lap number 155 as Bill Elliott continues to show the way. And Jim Phillips, I guess, will see quite a few of the other drivers coming in the next, what, five or ten laps? I expect so, Joe. I think uh, you're going to see all of them in real quick. They're all getting the tires up on the wall and uh, getting ready to make this pit stop. Here comes Gordon, comes in smooth. Gets the car wowed down really nice, stops, and they're going to work on the right side. Two pumps on the jack. First can of 76 fuel is rolling in, and the pit board is out for some of the other crews down the pit lane for Casey Atwood and others. Now the left side goes on Elliott for Gordon's car. Elliott's crew uh, a little bit longer probably on the fuel. 16.1 on the spot for Jeff Gordon. A lot of cars in front of Winston Kelly. Now one of those is Johnny Benson, who's been having a good run going. They uh, put on the right side tires. First can of 76 fuel going in. Ron Hornaday, his crew chief, told us they'd be coming in between 155 and 160. Right on the money, 155. Both of these Pontiacs on pit road. Four tires for Johnny Benson. He's down and away. 17.28 seconds as Mark Martin pulls away in front of Jim Phillips. And Martin's crew has uh, already completed the service with it. He is down and he is away. And here's Casey Atwood peeling out of the pits right now. And here comes the leader, Bill Elliott. In the pits right now, they go to work on the right side of Elliott's Dodge. The big the tire mark on the right side hasn't affected you so far. Here comes Steve Park down the pit lane, one of the contenders today to win this race. Elliott's crew around on the left side, changing left side tires and cleaning the windshield. 15.5 of the stop for Elliott. Let's go down to Craig Armstrong. With Terry Labonte in and out with four tires and 76 racing gasoline. Likewise, Mike Wallace was in just a moment ago. Sterling Marlin just left his pit area after four tire change. Also so Ken Schrader right in getting some service. They finish up on the left side. Ken Schrader's off and away. Dale Jarrett is on pit road. So is Tony Stewart. Kenny Schrader brings his car in. Jimmy Spencer is in the pits. Here comes Jerry Nadeau in. Let's go back to Winston Kelly. DJ's crew going to work on the right side of that brown and white Ford. They got the right side tires on. Barry Muse now swings around to the left side. He's going to pump it up. Mike Trower doing the duty on the front side of the car. Kevin Gilliam on the rear. 
rear tires as Dale Jarrett pulls away. They try to tighten it up. 15.62 seconds, a good stop there. Tony Stewart, four tires and fuel there. It was also a very good stop a couple of laps ago for Bobby Labonte, 15.09 seconds. Jerry Nadeau pulls away. Here comes Todd Bodine, yesterday's winner. He's got a good run going today. They're going to make a track bar adjustment there. Todd Bodine's crew working on the right side of the car. Todd Bodine had been the leader now that he is in the pits. Dale Jarrett will cycle around and become the leader. Tony Stewart was on pit road just a moment ago also, and Dale Earnhardt Jr., so it will now be Dale Jarrett in the lead. Jarrett takes over the top spot once again and has a healthy margin over the second-place car, which should cycle around to be Mark Martin. Sterling Marlin will fall in line in the fourth position with Bill Elliott in fifth. Sixth is Johnny Benson. Seventh is Kurt Busch. Eighth is Dale Jarrett. Ninth, Bobby Labonte. And tenth is Jeff Gordon. No Bull 5 contenders. The leaders of those right now are Jeff Gordon, who runs 10th. Mike Skinner, who's in 17th, now falling to 18th. Terry Labonte, who's in 23rd. Kenny Wallace in 32nd. And Joe Nemechek, who's out of the race after a crash early on here this afternoon. Rusty Wallace, if you wondered why we're not talking about Rusty, he has retired his car for the day. He did it very early, putting only a few laps on the board. Eight, as a matter of fact, when he got caught up in a crash over in turn number two. Jeremy Mayfield involved in that one also. We're not talking about Jerry. They will finish 42nd and 43rd. Ricky Craven took his car to the garage area. Spent a lot of laps back there. He currently is showing 41st. Brett Bodine spent quite a bit of time behind the pit wall and in the garage area also. Brett currently is 40th. He's been on the racetrack a few times, in and out. Jeff Burton has been back on the speedway. He is showing some 80-plus laps down right now, actually about 70. Trouble for Hutt Strickland up in turn four. He smacked the wall with the right side of the car. He's trying to get it woed down, locking up the front end, and he's right at the entrance of the pits. Hutt Strickland slapping the wall to the outside of turn four. Caution on the speedway again. It comes out at lap 160, and it will be the fifth one today. Let's go back to turn three. Hutt Strickland just trying to negotiate turns three and four here. He was running side by side. No contact was made. His car just slid out to the right side. He gave the wall a pretty good wallop with the right side of the car. Crew is now looking over the machine, looking over the body damage on pit road. We're under caution for the fifth time this afternoon after Hut Strickland hit the wall in the Hills Brothers Coffee Ford up in turn number four. And now some of the front runners are coming in, including race leader Dale Earnhardt Jr. Let's cover that stop. He's in for right side tires. Now they're going to the left side. No uh, apparent adjustments other than possibly, again, air pressure. Put fuel in, just topping it off. He was just in for a green flag stop. Dale Earnhardt Jr. off and away. Also in, Matt Kenseth, the car of Jerry Nadeau makes his stop. Jimmy Spencer is in. Here's Ward Burton rolling to his pit stop along with Steve Park. Jim Phillips. And Steve Park lost a lot of track position uh, on that last pit stop, Joe, when he stalled out his car. They're putting in gasoline only in Steve Park's car. Robert Presley's getting right side tires. Ward Burton's getting right side tires. Let's see if they swing around for four. Yes, they do on both Presley and Burton. Also, Elliot Sadler makes a stop. Terry Labonte is in, and the car of Kevin Harvick is in in his pit stall. Mark Martin has taken over the lead since Dale Earnhardt Jr. came in and made a stop under the caution flag. It's Sterling Marlin second, Johnny Benson third, Bill Elliott fourth, and Kurt Busch is fifth. Two dodges among the front five. We're a half lap from going back under the green flag. Yeah, field getting ready to go back to green. Mark Martin leads, Sterling Marlin is second, Johnny Benson third, Bill Elliott will restart fourth, and Kurt Busch fifth, Dale Jarrett sixth, Jeff Gordon seventh, Bobby Labonte eighth, ninth will be Todd Bodine, tenth will be Ron Hornaday, then Tony Stewart eleventh, Kevin Harvick twelfth, Michael Waltrip thirteenth, Mike Skinner fourteenth, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. round out the top 15. But a pretty good race all day long. Long. 
Uh, the field has stayed fairly bunched. A couple of times we had a couple of guys that got away from the field. Dale Jarrett did it one time. Todd Bodine did it one time. And Mark Martin had a pretty good lead a moment ago. But right now, with his cautions, put everybody back together. Going to be a big line of traffic, a lap or more down, down to the inside of the leader of the lead pack. So they're going to scramble hard as they go to turn one. Green flag in the air. Mark Martin, good restart. Jumps away from Sterling Marlin by two, three car lengths as they race off to turn number one. That lap traffic is going to come into play. In the form of Jason Leffler, Casey Atwood, Ken Schrader, that lap traffic, which is occupying the inside lane. Here's second place, Sterling Marlin, starting to move by them. Mark Martin got a great jump on the restart, has about three car lengths over Sterling Marlin, down the back stretch. Johnny Benson takes a quick look to the inside from the third spot. Bill Elliott a ways back and forth. Kurt Busch filling up his mirror. Single file for the top three cars off the turn. Bill Elliott in fourth, Kurt Busch in fifth, trying to clear themselves of lap traffic before the front three get away. Way, and they're starting to move out. Mark Martin, Sterling Marlin, and Johnny Benson. Here's Sterling starting to put some pressure on Martin for the lead. Here comes a silver Dodge right up behind. Mark Martin's Ford. Johnny Benson's Pontiac also looming a threat. He's racing back in third. Sterling Marlin tried to get off of turn two down low. Nothing doing. Now he slots behind Mark Martin right up on the rear bumper now of that car. Johnny Benson about two car lengths off in the third position. Marlin riding in the tire tracks of Mark Martin. Slight contact is made. Martin gets loose. They're side by side off the turn. Mark Martin goes high and down to the bottom of the racetrack goes Sterling Marlin. He's got the lead. Now Johnny Benson starts to work on Mark Martin. He may have thoughts of taking second place away as the top three go to turn one. Here comes Johnny Benson flashing by to Martin's inside. So move Benson up to second, relegate Martin to third, and then they're side by side for fourth, racing off turn two. Sterling Marlin tries to pull away by about five or six car lengths over the second spot of Johnny Benson. Mark Martin rides in third. Fans come to their feet for Sterling Marlin. Bill Elliott still rides in the fourth. Position. Sterling Marlin becomes the 10th different leader of the race today. 14 lead changes already. A very competitive race. And the way it's going, we may see 14 more. But for now, Marlin begins to pull away. He's got five car lengths on Mark Martin. And Johnny Benson is there in between those two, racing back into turn number two. Bill Elliott had been racing alongside of Kurt Busch for the fourth position. That goes away and now straightens out single file. We'll continue to follow that fight for fourth, however. Bill Elliott has got it. Kurt Busch wants it. He's only about two and a half car lengths off the rear bumper of the Dodge of Bill Elliott. Elliott rides that middle groove. Kurt Busch trying to keep it down low. Slides up a little bit high. Single file for the fourth spot. That's the way they work off turn four and back down to the line. We're kind of watching Jeff Gordon back there a moment ago. He was caught up in a heavy pack of traffic. Just kind of took his time getting out of it. Had a couple of close calls going through both ends of the racetrack. Now he's got clear sailing on the leaders. He brings Dale Jarrett with him in turn two. Jeff Gordon in the sixth position. Dale Jarrett in seventh. Now they're closing up behind the lap car. Casey Atwood. It would be Jeff Gordon with about five car lengths in hand over Dale Jarrett. Jarrett not making much of an impression as they get into the turn. Your leader is still Sterling Marlin. Johnny Benson rides in second. Robert Presley was running in the 16th position, just had a problem. He's fallen all the way back in the field now to pop up on the scoring monitor back here in about the 23rd spots. We'll follow up on that story in a few moments. We have 97 laps to go, and it's Sterling Marlin showing the way. Johnny Benson is second, Mark Martin third, Bill Elliott fourth, and Kurt Busch is fifth. Sterling Marlin has tried to check out on everybody over in turn two. And he's got a pretty healthy lead over Johnny Benson. The advantage, a dozen car lengths on the backstretch. Coming down the backstretch, Johnny Benson is in second. Last time through here, Benson had kind of a nasty twitch to the front end of the car, although he maintained control. Mark Martin now riding in third, about two and a half car lengths off his rear bumper. And there's a problem for Bobby Labonte, the Winston Cup champion from last season. He has slowed on the racetrack, dropped back in the pack, continues to lose positions as the field goes storming by him over 
over in turn. Trouble for Mike Wallace in turn four. He got tapped from the rear. He's in a spin. Barely taps the outside wall with the rear end of the car. Now he dribbles down the embanking, almost collected by Ryan Newman. Mike Wallace in a spin here at turn four. Caution on the speedway. Mike Wallace very lucky there. He did get clipped from behind. That's what sent him up into the outside wall. But he also bounced off that wall and went right down through the middle of the field. And more than a dozen cars did a great job of keeping from making a collision with him. Let's go back to turn three. I tell you, Mike Wallace was in a pack of about five or six cars there. He did get some help from behind. Was in a broad slide all the way through turn four. Slid up the banking, just barely tapped the wall on the outside. There's slight cosmetic damage to the rear end of that machine. But Mike Wallace got it back, and he's underway again. So the caution flag comes out for the sixth time this afternoon as Mike Wallace gets in trouble over at turn number four. Might be a good opportunity for Bobby Labonte, whatever the problem was on his car. This may give him a chance to come down onto the pit lane and take care of it. He is still on the lead lap. Bobby Labonte now shown in the 22nd position. Check that. He is 21st. Let's go to Winston Kelly. Well, the problem is he's got a fuel starvation problem. He's not getting enough fuel. The fuel pressure's fluctuating, so they're going to check the fuel lines, the fuel pumps, and everything. Butch Hilton, some of the boys out there on pit road waiting for Bobby Labonte to come down, see if they can get this problem corrected. So this caution flag could be a huge break for the 2000 Series champion. It is a stampede on pit road. Here they come now. Sterling Marlin first in, leading Johnny Benson. Mark Martin is in. Bill Elliott, Jeff Gordon, Kurt Busch, Dale Jarrett, everybody coming in to make their stops here on lap 178 under the caution flag. Let's go to Winston Kelly. Johnny Benson the first to make his stop just behind him is Todd Bonine. Dale Jarrett just in front of him across the pit opening. Bobby Labonte's crew opening up the hood. They're also going in the trunk section to see what kind of fuel problem they've got there. Jerry Nadeau the first down and away on the midsection of pit road. Jim Phillips. And Mark Martin is in. So is Bill Elliott. Robert Presley is in the pit area. We've got uh, Bobby Hamilton in. He is in. Kurt Busch, Jeff Gordon. All of Steve Park, all these cars, Kevin Harvick, four tires, 76 fuel. They're down and away, now down to Craig Armstrong. Well, Mike Wallace is in there doing some major work on the back of that that car as he is trying to get out of the pit area. It's not going to happen right away because there is a lot of work to be done on the right rear of that car. Looks like Jerry Nadeau was first off the pit road to get the service. He'll pull back onto the racetrack, and now the second wave of stops will begin. Those cars that are down a lap or more will come in and get service for their machines with now 89 laps to go. At lap 179, let's give you the full rundown on the Napa leaderboard. It is Jerry Nadeau who beat them all off pit road. He takes over the lead and becomes the 11th different driver to lead today's race. Sterling Marlin comes out second. Jeff Gordon, one of the Noble Five contenders, he's third now. Dale Jarrett is fourth. Bill Elliott is fifth. Kurt Busch is shown in sixth now with Johnny Benson in seventh. Mark Martin is eighth. Ninth is Todd Bodine in tenth. Another Noble Five contender, Mike Skinner. Running 11th is Matt Kenseth. Twelfth is Kevin Harvick. Thirteenth is Steve Park. 14th, Tony Stewart. 15th is Dale Earnhardt Jr. 16th is Elliott Sadler. 17th is Jimmy Spencer. Michael Waltrip shown in 18th. 19th is Ron Hornaday. And Terry Labonte is 20th. 21st now is the car of Robert Presley. 22nd is Ward Burton. 23rd is Bobby Labonte. Those are the cars now on the lead lap. One lap down in 24th is Casey Atwood. Dave Blaney is 25th. Ricky Rudd is 26th. 27th is Kenny Schrader. 28th is Buckshot Jones. 29th is Stacey Compton. And 30th is Ryan Newman. Bobby Hamilton shown in 31st. Jason Leffler, 32nd. Kenny Wallace is 33rd. Mike Wallace is 34th. Robbie Gordon is 35th. And Hunt Strickland, 36th, still sitting on pit road. Joe Nemechek in the garage. He's shown 37th, along with John Andretti, Jeff Burton, Brett Bodine, Ricky Craven, Jeremy Mayfield, and Rusty Wallace. 
at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. We're about to go back onto the green flag, a double file restart here with 86 laps to go. And it is Jerry Nadu taking his turn at the head of the pack, the 11th different driver to lead here today. Right behind him, Sterling Marlin. Jeff Gordon is third. Dale Jarrett is fourth. Bill Elliott is fifth as they work off turn four and head into the trioval. Get ready to restart the race with Jerry Nadu as a leader. Now, he only took two tires a moment ago. Got him back out, on the pit, out of pits first. Let's see if it's going to pay off for him. On the restart right now, green flag goes in the air, and Nadu is gone like a jackrabbit. He gets ahead of everybody up there and puts a lap car, Ricky Rudd, between himself and the rest of the field to turn two. It's going to be up to second place, Sterling Marlin, to set to work to find a way to get around Rudd's lapped car. At the moment, Marlin is not close enough to make a pass. Down the back stretch, Jerry Nadu continues to run away and hide. Second spot is Sterling Marlin, but only about a car length and a half off his rear deck is Jeff Gordon in the third spot. Fourth is Dale Jarrett. Fifth, and doing a great job, is Kurt Busch. Dale Jarrett goes to the outside of Ken Schrader's lapped car. Kurt Busch just nailed to his bumper, literally pushing him off turn four, back to the start-finish line. Up front, Jerry Nadu continues to pull away. Five car lengths now the lead that he has on the lapped car of Ricky Rudd. Then comes Sterling Marlin in second. And so far, Marlin has been unable to catch up to Rudd to try to get around his lap machine on the backstretch. Single file racing from second on back. That would be Sterling Marlin, Jeff Gordon, and Dale Jarrett. Then about four car lengths back is Kurt Busch in the fifth spot. Sixth is Johnny Benson. He's got Bill Elliott on his tail as they exit turn four. Bill Elliott is seventh. Mark Martin rides eighth. Todd Bonine's ninth. And Mike Skinner make up the top ten. Now Jeff Gordon's looking awful good for that noble $5 million bonus from RJR up in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. He currently is having a strong run, driving a very calculated race here this afternoon. He's in turn two. He's been working very well with Dale Jarrett. You've got Gordon in third and Jarrett behind him. This would be for the fifth spot. They're wheel to wheel, side by side, down the back stretch. Give the spot to Bodine as he's able to power into turn three and off of turn four. Todd Bodine having a heck of a weekend here at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. He came here yesterday and won the Bush Grand National Race, the Samstown 300, and just pretty well dominated it for the most part of the day. They had a lug nut pop off on pit road and drop way back in the field and still was able to come back and win. He's having a great run here this afternoon. Don't count him out of a shot to win this thing as he works his way over to turn two. Here's Bodine in that fifth spot now. He's on the back stretch. After having dispensed with Kurt Busch, Todd Bodine now running by himself in that fifth spot. But it looks like he's gaining and gaining quickly on the fourth position of Dale Jarrett. Look back and see Kurt Busch seeing another challenge. Here's Johnny Benson with his Pontiac trying to get it wound up off turn four, pull to the inside, and complete the pass for the sixth position. Benson not quite able to squeeze it by there. He's got to look back and be worried a bit, though. Mark Martin's pouring on the steam right behind him. Here they come back at the turn. Benson angles the nose of his Pontiac into the passing lane, working down low where he's been strong all afternoon. This would be for the sixth spot. Johnny Benson still looking to the inside. Going to try to beat Kurt Busch into the corner. Does so. Gets his right front fender underneath the left rear quarter panel of Kurt Busch. And they'll ride around all the way. Turns three and four side by side. Come off the corner exactly door to door and race down to the line. Meanwhile, back at the front of the field, second and third place are chasing down the leader, Jerry Nadu. They made up a lot of ground on him last time around. They're back in two. Sterling Marlin in second. Jeff Gordon third. They've been racing nose to tail pulling each other toward the front of the pack off turn two. Still Nadeau, though, blasting down the back stretch right behind him, the lap machine of Ricky Rudd. And it's only about five to six car lengths back to the second spot of Sterling Marlin and Jeff Gordon. You're right, Barney. They are gaining and gaining in a hurry. Johnny Benson has picked off the sixth position. Mark Martin has gone by and grabbed the seventh spot. Kurt Busch starting to fall back a little bit. He's in the eighth position, and Bill Elliott now closing in on him. Let's go to pit road. Another update on the 18 on Bobby Labonte's car. They've got a fuel pickup problem. Joe, they may have further
further problems. They reported seeing smoke from the pipes the last time around. He seems to be further off the pace, but Mark Cronquist, the crew chief, I'm not the uh, engine builder on the car, told us there's a fuel flapper about halfway down that helps control the fuel flow. It started having problems with the fuel pressure when they're about halfway through a run, so they think that might be the problem. But they may have a bigger problem as he's off the pace more, the 2000 Winston Cup champion. He's fallen all the way back to 23rd position. He's still showing on the tail end of the lead lap right now, but he is losing ground, and if they can't cure that problem, Bobby's not going to have a good finish here at Las Vegas this afternoon. 194 laps are on the board, 73 to go. Jerry Nadeau continues to lead Sterling Marlin and Jeff Gordon trying to reel him in. Dale Jarrett's still very strong out there. Todd Bodine has been very impressive all day long. Really can't say enough about that, that team right now. So good to see those guys after they got off to a tough start at uh, Daytona, not making the field for the Daytona 500. And, of course, everybody has high hopes first part of the season to come out of the box and do well. They missed the first race but didn't let it get to them. Came back at Rockingham, had a decent run there, and now are back in the thick of things here trying to put it together today and looking pretty doggone good. Ricky Rudd is looking good too all of a sudden trying to get back on the lead lap on the back straightaway. He is doing a very good job to the inside of Jerry Nadeau. Nadeau is a little bit off the pace the, the earlier pace that he had after the green flag restart. Now Sterling Marlin closes the gap right on the rear bumper of Jerry Nadeau. With Ricky Rudd down to the inside of the leader Jerry Nadeau is going to make him run a little bit slower. It has allowed Sterling Marlin and Jeff Gordon to get right up there. Now Ricky's still trying to get his lap back as they go back to one and second and third close in on the leader. And they're quickly rushing up behind Mike Wallace his lap car. Jerry Nadeau goes wide. Rudd goes low as they move off turn two. Ricky Rudd still at the left elbow of Jerry Nadeau. Now Sterling Marlin has him with his side and Rudd just slots right in front of Sterling Marlin. Close moment there for Sterling Marlin down the back stretch, but everybody's okay. Nadeau still holds down the lead. Jeff Gordon is in third. Change for the fourth position as Todd Bodine went to the inside of Dale Jarrett, completed that pass on the last lap. Back to the front of the pack. It is Jerry Nadeau showing the way, but the race now is for the second spot. Jeff Gordon trying to get by Sterling Marlin. There's been a lot of shuffling going on, Joe, but so far, no change in position. That may change itself, however. Here's Gordon closing up again behind Marlin. Sterling Marlin is trying to catch Jerry Nadeau, but first he's got to figure out a way around the lap car of Ricky Rudd, who's really running at a very, very quick pace. Todd Bodine is all by himself in fourth. However, Dale Jarrett is catching him from the fifth position. Got about five cars up in that lead pack, all very strong, particularly the front four at present. Jerry Nadeau, Sterling Marlin, Jeff Gordon, and Todd Bodine. Todd Bodine is making up a little ground, too. Going to get up there and be a player very shortly as they all go back to turn one. Once Todd Bodine got around Dale Jarrett, now he's got clear racetrack ahead of him to try to reel in Jeff Gordon. That would be eventually a battle for third. Todd Bodine in the fourth spot is quickly getting some company in the form of the UPS machine of Dale Jarrett. Jarrett cuts it down from five car lengths, down to four, now down to three and a half into turns three and four. Todd Bodine looks in his rearview mirror and sees the face of Dale Jarrett. Up front, here's Ricky Rudd once again trying to get back on the tail in a lead lap, races Jerry Nadeau to the line, and just by inches does get out in front, although Nadeau pulls even again, going to turn one. Race for the lead is on here at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Sterling Marlin got a run going, the last lap off turn number two, trying to squeeze by Jerry Nadeau. Nadeau beat him to the line, but Marlin finally now passes him on the back straightaway. Back at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, running the UAW Daimler Chrysler 400. We have seen quite a very competitive race today. 17 lead changes so far among 11 drivers. Most recently, it is Sterling Marlin taking over the top spot. He's led two times today for a total of 13 laps, most recently taking the lead on lap 179. Lap leader for the race is Mark Martin, who has led 54 laps so far. Our car is running on the lead lap, currently 24. We've had cautions wave six times for 25 laps. And Marlin, after getting the top spot, Barney starting 
starting to move away. Tell you what, that's been the trend all day long. It looks like whoever gets the lead and gets out there in clean air with that, no traffic directly ahead can pull away by anywhere from a second to even a little bit more. That's been the trend all day long. I just wonder if that's going to be the key in the, this thing, that final pit stop. Whoever beats everybody off pit road and gets out there with just a few laps to go, going to make a big difference because everybody, when they can run by themselves and they're leading, is able to stay out there. But when they catch a pack of traffic and have to run in traffic, then it seems the other cars are able to chase them down. The leader's in two. And here's Sterling Marlin now setting sail off the corner and onto the backstretch. He's got a huge lead over the second spot of Jeff Gordon. Third spot is Todd Bodine. We're going to keep an eye on that machine. Todd Bodine has been picking off position seemingly at will. Currently, he rides in the third spot. He'll have to get around Ricky Rudd before he can take on Jeff Gordon. Bill Jarrett's back in the fourth position. Jerry Nadeau, who was leading, has fallen back to the fifth position now. Sixth is Johnny Benson. Seventh is Mark Martin. Eighth is Kurt Busch. Ninth is Kevin Harvick. And tenth is Steve Park. Taking you further down on the Napa leaderboard in the 11th position is Bill Elliott. Twelfth is Dale Earnhardt Jr. Thirteenth is Ron Hornaday. Fourteenth is Mike Skinner. Fifteenth is Jimmy Spencer. Running sixteenth is Matt Kenseth. Seventeenth is Tony Stewart. Eighteenth, Robert Presley. Elliott Sadler is nineteenth. And twentieth now is Michael Waltrip. Napa Auto Parts, where NASCAR fans get their parts. And Jeff Gordon just real steady all day long. Has worked his way up into the number two position now behind Sterling Marlin as they work their way back into turn number one. Although Marlin has pulled away from Jeff the last couple of laps around by almost a second and a half. He is one and four-tenths seconds ahead. They're back in two. Also keeping an eye on that third-place situation, Barney, you've got Todd Bodine there in third. Dale Jarrett continues to pursue him off turn two. And Dale Jarrett starting to make a race of it from that fourth spot. Dale Jarrett closing in on Todd Bodine. The gap is about two and a half car lengths. Jarrett able to ride a lower line than is Todd. Again, Ricky Rudd right in front of them as the last car. I told you about Bobby the Bonnie's problems. He has now lost the lead lap, still running around at reduced speed. Had a fuel pickup problem on the Interstate Batteries Pontiac, and they've continued to try to work on that, but uh, Bobby the Bonnie just not having a very good day here in the last 20 or 30 minutes. Up front, Sterling Marlin, his lead, a second and a half over Jeff Gordon, who moves up to the second spot. You got Todd Bodine back to third, and Dale Jarrett closing in from fourth. Coming into uh, the turn three, it is still Dale Jarrett riding in that fourth spot. Fifth spot looking pretty good between Johnny Benson and Jerry Nadeau. Benson got around Nadeau, and Nadeau is able to hold on to the rear bumper of that Valvoline machine. 100, uh, well, let's make that 209 laps on the scoreboard here at Las Vegas. And Jim Phillips, any indication when these teams, if this race stays green, might make that final pit stop? Well, Marty, we talked to them before the race. Uh, some of them said they could go uh, 60, 63 laps, uh, maybe a little bit more than that. Uh, they said uh, the conservative way would be 60 laps, so it's according to what's going to, according to the handling of where you're at on the racetrack. But uh, about 60 laps on this run, I, I expect to see some people peeling off, and uh, maybe a little earlier for some of these teams because they know with one more stop they could make it. That should be coming up here before too far away then because 210 laps are on the scoreboard right now. Sterling Marlin, Jeff Gordon, Todd Bodine, Dale Jarrett, Johnny Benson, the top five. Those five have been up in the front of the field most of the day. Jerry Nadeau's had a great run. He led some of this race. Mark Martin led a great portion of it also. Kurt Busch, we talked about just having a great day here. Kevin Harvick, another rookie who has come along this year. Back for the last three years, Joe, it seems to me like we've had probably 
the best crop of rookies you can have all three years. I mean, the guys come in, used to it was unheard of for a rookie to even think about winning a race. Now it's common. Yeah, I think what's going on is the fact that there are a lot better race teams involved in NASCAR Winston Cup racing. And it doesn't matter if it's a veteran driver or a rookie driver, you're going to perform at a certain level. And some of the top teams starting to look for younger talent coming into the series, sort of the changing of the guard that we look at every few years in the series. And, and I think that uh, they're looking for young, talented drivers are looking at the various series, not only in the NASCAR Bush Series, the NASCAR uh, uh, Gatorade All-Pro Series, uh, some of the other series in NASCAR, but also to open wheel racing, places where drivers like Jeff Gordon came from and Jason Leffler, some of these up-and-coming drivers. They're finding a lot of talent, putting them in good equipment, and the results are that they're doing a good job and doing well in these races. If that analogy applies to radio broadcasting, I'm in trouble, right? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Didn't exactly put it to you, but, well, <laughs> let's see. What's going on now is Sterling Marlin continues to walk away from the field here. Jeff Gordon, one of the Noble Five contenders, which we haven't talked about a whole lot today because Gordon kind of laid back most of the race. It appears he's starting to pour on the steam here in the closing laps of the race, and, uh, and, it, and it appears that it's working for him. Todd Bodine, we talked about, having such a great run today. Dale Jarrett was closing on him for a while. Kurt Becker, but looks like now DJ has fallen back a little bit behind Todd. Yeah, and the situation is stabilized for the moment. Todd Bodine in the third position with Jarrett behind him, some two to three car lengths in fourth. Then there's a gap of another ten car lengths back to Johnny Benson in fifth on the back straightaway. The field is pretty well spread out all the way around the racetrack here at Las Vegas. Sterling Marlin continues to lead just as an observation. You look into the cockpit as they fly by. Sterling Marlin's hands are barely working the wheel at all. He's got a great handling car here at Las Vegas. Thinking about any line he wants to, whether he needs to pass some of the lap traffic high or low, he's able to do it. And Winston Kelly, we talked a few minutes ago about the fact that some of the teams had said our car needs to be out front in clean air. Is that what you're hearing down there? That's generally what we're hearing in a lot of the places that we go, Barney, now with uh, the aerodynamics being so important that clean air means that they're not getting buffeted around or pushed around by some of the other cars that are on the racetrack. Let's find out how Johnny Benson's team's doing right now. James Insecruci, you guys have had a good run going all day long. He slipped back a little bit, gone back to the front, and now in fifth. What's he saying? Well, right now the car's a little bit tight for us. It's not bad. We're going to try to make one more adjustment here at the end and, and try to get up there and win this thing. How much longer can you stay out there? When should we look for the last pit stop? Uh, we can probably go another 30 laps. That's the thoughts of James Ince. But, Barney, going back to your original question, yeah, they really need to be in that open air. It seems to help them a lot as, as far as getting into the corners and not getting moved around by some of the other cars. Sterling Marlin currently having everything his way. Jeff Gordon keeps him in sight. Todd Bodine rides third. Dale Jarrett's fourth. And Johnny Benson is fifth. We still have one final round of pit stops to make here at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. 220 laps in the record book here at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway and the UAW Daimler Chrysler 400 this afternoon. Sterling Marlin continues to set the pace. Jeff Gordon has him in his sights. He is eight-tenths of a second behind. Todd Bodine rides third. Dale Jarrett, very strong car, but dropping back a little bit right now. He is fourth. Johnny Benson's had a good day. He is fifth. Jerry Nadeau led some of the event. He is back to sixth. Mark Martin also led several laps here, but Mark has slid back to seventh. Great day for a couple of rookies. Kevin Harvick having a good run here, and Kurt Busch also having a good run. Harvick is eighth. Tenth would be Kurt Busch, and ninth is Steve Park. Let's pick up that battle from uh, the car of Kevin Harvick. And Steve Park is there with him and Kurt Busch. They work over to turn three. Kevin Harvick has about five car lengths in hand over Steve Park. However, Kurt Busch is making it very, very close, sliding to the outside, trying to get onto the rear bumper of Steve Park. Back off turn four through the triangle. Again, this is from the eighth spot on back. 
Kevin Harvick working his way through the field. I think the last time we talked about him, he was back in 11th or 12th. So in a matter of about uh, 15 laps or so, he's picked off several positions and now is moving away from Steve Park. Let's check down on Pitt Road and check on some developing stories there. First to Jim Phillips. Well, uh, Bill Elliott's crew's getting the equipment up on the wall, Joe, to get ready to pit. We'll quickly uh, see if we can get a word from Mike Ford and uh, see if we can uh, see what he said. Mike, get ready to pit. Yeah, we're going to come in in just a couple laps. We've got a little damage on our left front that's hurting the handling of the car. We're losing too much ground. We've got to come in. So that's the, that's, uh, the problem, uh, Joe, with uh, Elliott falling back. A little damage on the left front, which I didn't see as he came around the racetrack. Yeah, he was leading early on. He's fallen back to the 15th position now. Winston Kelly. Uh, let's uh, see what Todd Parrott's got to say about uh, his driver's car. They've been a little bit loose, a little bit tight. He's talking to one of the crew members now up here on the pit box. Todd, what's he saying about the car? It's been loose and tight. What is it now? Uh, just a little bit tight, Winston. Uh, trying to decide what to do here. It's, um, it's like being over at one of them casinos over there and um, uh, wait for the roulette wheel to come up on your color and see if you pick the right color. Well, we'll let him go back to work and see if they can guess right. Uh, Leo Jarrett normally does pretty good at the blackjack table, so maybe you can give them some good advice. They'll roll the dice correctly and come in here and make a good adjustment and possibly take it to victory lane. Bill Elliott is on pit road. He will become the first of the front runners to make a pit stop right now as Bill Elliott brings his machine down to the attention of his crew. We'll follow him down and cover his stop. Here's Bill Elliott in, and he slides in the pits, and he does have some uh, damage uh, on that left front. Uh, Looks like he's uh, made contact with the other car. They pull the fender out as much as they can. Vance uh, Webb pulls that fender out, gets it out to where he will. Uh, looks about like the other. He's down. He's away. Four tires and fuel for Bill Elliott. And we have a new leader, Jeff Gordon, swept out of the inside of Sterling Marlin, coming off turn four in the last lap. And so Jeff Gordon comes around, becomes the 12th different leader of the race today. Taking the top spot, he's moved out by five car lengths. Meanwhile, for third, it's side-by-side in turn one. Here they come into the corner. Dale Jarrett trying to start a run up alongside of Todd Bodine. Jarrett had to back out of it. Lap traffic in the form of Dane Bla uh, Blaney occupying the inside lane. For the moment, however, it is still Todd Bodine in the third spot. Dale Jarrett right there. Only a half a car length off the rear deck of Todd Bodine. Both of those cars dive down low to get by Mike Wallace. Dave Blaney is just ahead, but it's still Todd Bodine in third. I think some of these cars right now are seeing just how strong they are at the end of a long run, knowing that there's one final round of pit stops left, but Todd Bodine is on the outside of Dale Jarrett as they have to squeeze out toward the wall, going back to turn number one, door to door. Had to accommodate the lap car of Jeff Burton coming back into the corner. Now, Dale Jarrett has open racetrack and has a shot to try to take third on the backstretch. Still at the hip as they come off of turn two. They're side by side, entering into turn three. Dale Jarrett down low, Bodine up high, and Bodine backs out of the gas. Prefers single file racing as they come off the corner. So DJ takes the inside lane. That works out for him, but he washes wide in turn four. A little bit of an opening for Todd Bodine. He can't cash in. So DJ will pick off the third position. Todd Bodine falls back to the fourth spot. But it is Jeff Gordon showing the way now. His lead, seven tenths of a second over Sterling Marlin as they hit the back straightaway, and they're beginning to close in on some slower traffic that could become a factor Dan Hubbard 
Jeff Gordon is coming down the back stretch. The first car of lap traffic, that would be Jason Leffler, but Gordon's got a pretty good lead over Sterling Marlin now. It's about six to seven car lengths, so Jeff Gordon in control. We said a little bit earlier, Jeff has just driven about an absolute perfect race today. He hasn't forced the issue any time to get anywhere, any position. He just rode along out there when the opportunity presented itself to move up a notch. That's exactly what he did. Now, remember, he is running for the Noble 5 bonus of $1 million extra dollars here this afternoon if he should win this race. He's looking pretty good right now as he goes down the back stretch. Still, Jeff Gordon now. He has gotten around Jason Leffler and continues to extend his lead over Sterling Marlin. And I don't think it was a case of Marlin's car getting any worse. Jeff Gordon's car just got better on this long run. Here is Jerry Nadeau coming down to make a pit stop. Should be his final stop. Winston Kelly. And the crew's completed the work on the right side. Remember, he just got right side tires last time. He's going to do the same thing again. So Jerry Nadeau, with a chassis adjustment, has been tight most of the day, made a wedge adjustment and two tires in 76 fuel. He took on two tires a little bit earlier and was able to stay out there and lead for a pretty long way, so it's a pretty good gamble for him, I think. We're seeing some of the front runners elect to make their pit stop. Dale Jarrett is in right now. Steve Park is on pit road down to Winston Kelly. Now the crew going to work on the right side of the car. It's going to be a track bar adjustment to try to open, uh, loosen it up just a touch. You heard Todd Parent tell us a little bit ago that the car was a little bit tight, putting on that second set of tires, can of fuel in. 14.84 seconds. That was a good stop. Now to Jim Phillips. Now we've got Steve Park on the pit lane Winston. Right side tires going on his Chevrolet. First can of fuel is in. So Park getting routine service. All four tires here on lap 234. Now 235 and Stacy Compton peels in right behind him. And we're seeing more pit stops also. Sterling Marlin on pit road. Todd Bodine is in the pits. Tony Stewart is on pit road. Let's go back down to Winston Kelly. Stewart just now coming to a stop. Todd Bodine's crew working on the left side of his Ford. Four tires in fuel, cleaning the windshield further down on the orange Pontiac of Tony Stewart as Todd Bodine pulls away in 18.12 seconds. No chassis adjustment for Tony Stewart. Now they are going to make a track bar adjustment there at the last minute. Just behind Stewart is a car of Daytona 500 champion, Michael Waltrip. Four tires in fuel for the Napa Chevy. Here's Robert Presley making a stop on pit road. Jeff Gordon slows over in turn number four. And here comes the race leader peeling off the banking for what should be his final stop. It will be 30 laps to go. Jeff Gordon and the uh, DuPont Chevrolet working slowly down the pit lane along with several other cars coming in for service. And again, if things stay under the green flag, this should be the final stop of the day. Let's follow Jeff Gordon's stop as he rolls down to a stop in his pit stall to pit lane. Brought to you by McDonald's drive through Jeff Gordon brings that Chevrolet down the pit lane, brings it in slowly, gets it over to because his crew can do the work. They're going to work on the right side, Joe. First cat of 76 fuel is in. Right side tires being put on. And now they drop the jack and they come around the left side. So Gordon's crew going to change all four tires. There was some speculation down here. He might change just two. Four down, four away, 15 flat on the stop for Jeff Gordon. Down to Winston Kelly. Mark Martin just came away. 9.06 seconds. They did just do two tires. Same thing for Ron Hornaday as he pulls away just in front of Jimmy Spencer. So a couple of guys here on the midsection of pit road going with the two-tire option that we talked about earlier. See if it pays off. Gambling here at Las Vegas. Matt Kenseth should be the leader right now. I don't believe he has been into the pits yet, so he will assume the lead. 
Should see him in the pits here in just a few moments. Some other cars that ran a moment ago. Joe Nemechek came in. Ward Burton was on pit road. Kenny Schrader was in the pits. And you heard us talk about Steve Park. Terry Labonte made a pit stop. And so did John Andretti along with Bobby Hamilton. Mike Scanner getting service on his car. We've also seen Ryan Newman in and off the pit lane. Here's Dave Blaney coming in for another stop. And uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. comes in to make, again, what should be final stops here this afternoon. And attention now building, trying to get the perfect setup here for the closing laps. Back to pit road. Second pit stop for Dale Earnhardt Jr. Chevrolet. It was a penalty stop. A little too hot on pit road as he now goes back out again. So Dale Earnhardt Jr. now headed back down the pit lane to pull back onto the racetrack after coming in too fast. That has caused problems for a few guys here this afternoon. And Barney, we've seen, of course, that thing with a couple of guys missing pit road coming off turn number four. That kind of pops up in a hurry there. We talked about how easy it is to miss pit road up there because it, the track bends around so quickly and you carry such a big hit of steam going off into turn number three unless you get the car wooed down and get on the apron of the track where you can make that turn. We've seen a half a dozen cars that just felt like they were going to spin the car out and cut the car and came back on the racetrack and thus cost themselves a lot of time. So Matt Kenseth takes over the race lead. He should have to come in again before this thing is over. Elliott Sadler falls in line in second. It'll cycle back around to Dale Jarrett, who now rides in the third spot. He's already been in. Looking further back at the pack, you know, one guy we haven't talked about a lot today, and I didn't want to bring this up, is Michael Waltrip. Daytona 500 winner Michael Waltrip. What a tough few weeks it's been for him after winning the Daytona 500 and losing his car owner and friend, and of course uh, the hero of many of us, Dale Earnhardt. He talked about the fact that after the two weeks of uh, getting over Daytona, things finally started to get back in step, and he, he opened up a bit in the media center here yesterday. The last thing Dale knew in this world was that, that Dale Jr. and I were going to go off and win the Daytona 500, and I know that might have put a smile on his face. And so um, it was Dale's turn to go, and the only way that, that I could have such peace inside that I have is uh, is because I know he knew that and um, you know people ask me all the time you know say congratulations and sorry well I'm sorry Dale's gone but man I'm so happy I won because um, that's what he that's why he hired me to win and I did and of course they followed up with another win by DEI last week at Rockingham Steve Park picking up the victory there Matt Kenseth is the race leader right now with 25 laps to go in the UAW Daimler Chrysler 400 here at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway Elliott Sadler is second third is Jeff Gordon fourth is Dale Jarrett and Sterling Marlin finds himself now in the fifth position I don't believe those two cars have made a pit stop, Kenseth or Elliott Sadler. They certainly didn't in that last segment there just a moment ago. Jeff Gordon trying to hold off Dale Jarrett right now for third place as they work their way around the racetracks and the laps are winding down in a hurry. Back in fifth would be Sterling Marlin. Sixth is Johnny Benson. Mark Martin rides seventh. Jerry Nadeau has uh, dropped back. A well, he's moved up a notch, actually. Back through the top ten, Mark Martin is now seventh. Then Todd Bodine, eighth. And 10th right now is Steve Park, and now they're showing Jerry Nadeau up in ninth position. So this one's got the makings of a good finish here this afternoon. Those guys who made the pit stops a moment ago, if Matt Kenseth and Elliott Sadler dive onto pit road, it'll be a battle down between Jeff Gordon, Dale Jarrett, and Sterling Marlin. And again, that's uh, considering the fact that it stays under the green flag here for the closing laps. Well, trouble once again for Bobby Labonte. We told you they had a fuel pickup problem early on this afternoon. Now a big cloud of smoke from his car as he comes down to get service once again. Bobby lost the lead 
lead lap here about a half hour ago and has just been staying out there trying to rack up Winston Cup points, but uh, certainly not a contender here today. Let's check in on pit road. Well, the problem is the engine's going flat. In addition to the fuel pickup problem that they had, the engine started going flat about 25 or 30 laps ago, so that was his final routine stop. But as he came down pit road pushing oil out through the header pipes or something, looked like he was dusting for mosquitoes. But uh, Bobby Labonte, a tough day here in Las Vegas. Elliot Sadler brings his car to pit road, so that will move Matt Kenseth up into the lead, and Jeff Gordon now slides up into second, so as he makes his pit stop right now, things are going to change at the front of the field. When Matt comes in to make his stop, it'll move Jeff Gordon up into the lead. We've got the makings of a real good finish here at Las Vegas. I'll say it. Of course, the big question now is, is when will Matt Kenseth come in to make that stop? We have 21 laps to go in the race, and according to my figures, uh, it was a while back, let's see, back around lap uh, 158, I guess, when he last came in to make a stop. Winston Kelly, any indication of uh, what their plan is there? No, they haven't really said uh, exactly when they're going to try to come into pit, so uh, just looking to see when Matt Kenseth and his crew talking about bringing them on to pit road. Doesn't have anything to lose by staying out there, assuming he doesn't run out of fuel, because if they get a caution, he's going to be in great shape here at Las Vegas this afternoon as he crosses the line and works his way back in to turn number one, trying to find out where Jeff Gordon is. Here he comes across the line. Dale Jarrett rides maybe three or four car lengths behind him as they go back to turn number one. They're trying to pull away a little bit from Sterling Marlin to kind of squeeze him out of the picture as they go to turn two. And Jeff Gordon has been trying to shake Dale Jarrett from behind him, Barney, but Gordon has had a few problems negotiating lap traffic. He's in more on the back stretch. And Dale Jarrett is kind of like that sticky gum on the bottom of your shoe. You just can't get rid of it. Jeff Gordon's been weaving his way in and out of the slower traffic. He does so again, splitting the gap between Ward Burton and Mike Wallace, but Dale Jarrett is still right there. Here's race leader Matt Kenseth coming down on the pit road to answer our question of when he'll come in. He will give up the lead and hand it over to Jeff Gordon. Let's follow Kenseth now as he heads for the DeWalt stop. And he comes to a very smooth stop. The bright yellow Ford comes down to pit road. The crew working on the right side of the car. It's going to be a two-tire stop. It looks like looks like they're not even going to come around. It's a good stop. 8.06 seconds for the DeWalt Ford. Jeff Gordon continues to lead here at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. 15 laps, now 14 as he crosses the line and goes back off into turn number one. Dale Jarrett and Sterling Marlin, Johnny Benson and Todd Bodine ride second, third, fourth, and fifth, trying to reel him in over in turn two. Here's Jeff Gordon. He's working the track very well. He's working lap traffic well. He's heading for turn three. Jeff Gordon has got to be careful here. Only with 15 laps left, there is plenty of lap traffic ahead. The next car would be Robert Presley, who sticks right in the middle of the corner. Gordon has to put his Chevrolet down low. Now he draws up alongside Robert Presley. Dale Jarrett has fallen back a little bit. He was really putting some pressure on here about five or six laps ago, but now the separation from first to second is uh, 1.3 seconds. What is good now is the race for the fifth position. That is between Mark Martin and Todd Bodine, and actually that begins to go away somewhat. Mark was starting to close in momentarily with Kurt Becker. He's dropping back too. All of a sudden, Martin finds himself mired back in the sixth spot. That'll leave Todd Bodine pretty much by himself in the fifth position off turn two. Todd Bodine all by himself in that spot. He's got the lap car of uh, Terry Labonte in front of him. That might help Mark Martin's effort as they come into turn three. Labonte slowing down Bodine just a bit, but Martin still got his work cut out for him before he catches Bodine. One of the best races on the speedway, Bill Elliott and Tony Stewart been going door to door for the last three or four laps around, and that would be back there for about 13th position as they are racing side by side. But for the moment, Jeff Gordon trying to hang on the lead, collect a $1 million bonus in the Noble 5 Winston program here this afternoon. I like his odds right now. I've liked him all day long because, as we said, he has driven a very smooth, calculating race. His pit crew's done the job all day. 
and he's there. Looks like he saved the best for last two, Barney, as he comes down in the closing laps. It'll be 11 to go as Gordon crosses the line now. The margin back to the second spot is a second and a half. That's how far out in front Jeff Gordon is over Dale Jarrett. Back in that fifth-place battle we were talking about, Todd Bodine continuing to move away from Mark Martin. That 13th-place race we were talking about that was so good for a while, Bill Elliott and the car of Tony Stewart. They were going at it for a while. Elliott has won that battle and begins to pull away somewhat. He has about four or five car lengths over Tony Stewart as they now just cross the start-finish line. For race leader Jeff Gordon, things looking good here in the closing stages of the race. He crosses the line. It is 10 laps to go. Let's follow the leader up into turn number one as he closes in on traffic. Here comes Jeff Gordon. He goes wide at the entry to turn one, cuts it down low in the middle of the corner. Now gently he lets the car roll back up a lane or two and moves off of the corner. Coming down the back stretch, Jeff Gordon pours on the power with the right foot. Now he comes into turn three, riding a nice, even line, unfettered and unchallenged. In fact, he's, he's able to have the luxury of putting a couple of tires down on the white line, so Jeff Gordon has a great handling Chevrolet. Jeff is probably a couple of hundred feet behind the nearest traffic that he's going to catch here, maybe by the time the checkered flag comes out, but for the moment, he has a big advantage over Dale Jarrett as the laps wind down to just nine to go. They go to turn two. Well, if Jarrett wants any shot at catching Gordon, he first had to get rid of Robert Presley. Finally, he has cleared Presley's lapped car. Now, up, up ahead of Jeff Gordon would be Robbie Gordon and Ryan Newman. Jeff Gordon catching them in a hurry. They're having their their own battle right in front of them, side by side off the turn. That's a great battle from the eighth spot on back. Ron Hornaday leads that pack over to turn one. Here's Ron Hornaday. He's working down low, hugs the white line at the bottom of turn two. Kevin Harvick is behind him. Jerry Nadeau is also in that mix. Good pack of cars behind Hornaday. Hornaday has about four car lengths over Kevin Harvick. Then it's another six car lengths back between Nadeau and Jimmy Spencer. Kurt Busch is also in that mix. Tight pack of three cars coming off of turn four. Ron Hornaday and Kurt Busch have done a great job here at Las Vegas Motor Speedway this afternoon. They're both going to come up with a good finish. Right now, we're down to eight laps to go as Jeff Gordon works his way back down into turns one and two, heads down the back stretch, and just right now, for the moment, just trying to stay out of as much traffic as he possibly can. Here he is across the start-finish line now, going back off into turn number one. There's about four cars directly ahead. He'll catch a couple of those before the checkered flag comes out in turn two. Up first, he'll have to deal with Mike Wallace. Wallace goes wide, leaving plenty of room for Gordon down low off of turn two. We'll see how much respect Mike Wallace gives Jeff Gordon for the moment. Wallace hugs the wall down the back stretch. Jeff Gordon says thank you very much. Takes the inside line, dives down to the bottom of the racetrack. It's still Jeff Gordon in control, racing back to the strike. The story is the same we've seen repeated over and over today. You get out front, you can move away. You get in the clean air, and you can really pick up some speed. It is working once again for Jeff Gordon as he moves away, now by just over a second over Dale Jarrett, and easily is picking his way through the slower traffic. And there's a problem for Dale Jarrett. Speaking of traffic, he is having to change lanes in turn two. Jarrett goes down low to bypass Mike Wallace's machine. Yeah, Dale Jarrett, nobody helping his effort at all. In fact, now Jeff Gordon's lead really starts to lengthen into turn three and four. Dale Jarrett riding all by himself in the second spot. Here's the way they're running. Jeff Gordon leads Dale Jarrett, Sterling Marlin, Johnny Benson, Todd Bodine, Mark Martin is sixth, seventh. Right now, Steve Park, Ron Hornaday would be eighth, Kevin Harvick ninth, Jimmy Spencer is tenth, Kurt Busch rides eleventh, twelfth is Jerry Nadeau, thirteenth is Tony Stewart, Bill Elliott's fourteenth in the closing laps, Michael Waltrip is 
15th. Then 16th is Robert Presley, Matt Kenseth, who made that pit stop, has now fallen back to 17th. Mike Skinner would be 18th. Elliot Sadler, 19th. And Ricky Rudd make up your top 20. Jeff Gordon leads the way over into turn number three, closing in on some board traffic. He looks back at Dale Jarrett. DJ has cleared the traffic he was dealing with for a while. But again, the separation between first and second is so large. Now with only four laps to go as they cross the line, very doubtful he'll be able to chase him down. Further back, we look for the third-place car of Sterling Marlin. He's lost a lot of steam since early this afternoon. May, though, see a threat from Johnny Benson who's closing in on him in turn one. Benson is hoping that Marlin would have some trouble with lap traffic. That won't be the case. Marlin goes wide, clearing three cars in one fell swoop in turn two. Johnny Benson also clears that lap traffic and now sets his sights on Sterling Marlin. This would be the fourth spot of Johnny Benson closing in on the third car of Sterling Marlin. Marlin, a little bit of a bobble there between turns three and four. That helps the effort of Johnny Benson. Johnny Benson gains a little ground on him. The fact that he bobbled just a little bit, but Sterling still has an advantage of maybe 10 or 15 car lengths. The leader's in turn two. Here comes Jeff Gordon with that race lead. Closing up behind the car of Kenny Wallace as he moves off the corner. Just picking him off one at a time, two at a time is Jeff Gordon down the back stretch. Kenny Wallace moves over to the left side. Jeff Gordon will pass him to the high side. No problems there. Second spot is still Dale Jarrett. About 10 or 11 car lengths off the rear deck of Jeff Gordon. Gordon takes it wide up off turn number four, coming back into the trioval. Still passing some of the slower traffic, getting by Kenny Wallace, crossing the line. Now with two laps to go today in Gordon's margin, 1.6 seconds over Dale Jarrett. Here he comes back into turn one. Jeff Gordon pins it down low, angles wide off the turn, and again, he's on the back stretch. What's amazing about the Jeff Gordon machine is that there's just not a mark on it. I mean, it looks like it just stepped off the grid at the beginning of the race, which means Gordon really hasn't mixed it up with anybody. Now he's coming up on the rear deck of David Blaney. Blaney moves over to the right. Jeff Gordon, your leader off of turn four. Jeff Gordon has a little traffic directly ahead. He'll see the white flag when he crosses the line this time. Only one more lap, and he'll bring it back and take it to victory lane and collect the biggest bonus of the year so far. $1 million from R.J. Reynolds Tobacco Company plus the purse money. He's over in turn two. When the challenge is bigger, Gordon seems to get better. Here he is with the race lead for the final time on the backstretch. There is plenty of traffic in front of Jeff Gordon as he motors down the backstretch. Jeff Gordon, the DuPont Chevrolet, paints a winning line through turns three and four. Puts a couple of tires down on the wide line. Has to back out of the throttle just a bit. But Jeff Gordon looks for the checkered off of turn four. Gordon's previous best finish here at Las Vegas was third. Today he goes to the top of the line as he wins the UAW Daimler Chrysler 400. Dale Jarrett finishes second. Sterling Marlin is third. Johnny Benson fourth. And Todd Bodine comes home with a very good run. He finishes fifth as we go to pit road. And let's uh, get a word from the winning crew chief up here. Robbie Loomis, uh, getting congratulations. Here we go. Great win, Robbie. I tell you what, what a great job. You know, last year out here we ran terrible. I thought it was the end of the world. The guys on this team, I can't say enough. They dig, they dig, they dig all day. Triple 24s in Vegas. We love it, man. All right, Robbie Loomis and his crew headed to victory lane and a million-dollar celebration. And we'll be talking with the winner plus the top five finishers when we come back. Jeff Gordon taking a lap around the speedway right now to the cheer of about 125,000 fans who turned out today here at Las Vegas. But right now, let's go down to pit road and hear from some of the top finishers. See if you can get a word with Dale Jarrett. Well, Dale Jarrett sitting in his tar car talking to uh, Slugger Labby, one of the crew members, getting ready to pull out. He's uh, using that Hans device, so he's getting ready to come out. Looks like Craig Armstrong is caught up with a third-place finisher, Sterling Marlin. Well, Sterling, you had a great run today for Dodge and for Coors Light, and certainly it looked like you had, a, had the car to beat for a while there. Tell us a little bit about your race. 
Well, I'd like to thank all the guys on uh, the Coors Light Dodge team. Uh, thank Chip Ganassi and all of them. And we just got loose. Uh, when Gordon got by me, we got so loose, couldn't drive it. And uh, I was a little, still a little too loose to end and uh, couldn't run them back down. But uh, we'd come back to running the speeds they was running, but uh, we're still too loose. But uh, we chased it all day. And like I said, I'd like to thank all the guys back to the shop. They're all doing a great job. And, uh, man, we're after them this year. But Sterling Marlin, he's very happy with the top five finish in third in the Coors Light Dodge. Swing back over to Winston Kelly. Uh, DJ just crawled out of the car. DJ, as uh, Jeff Gordon goes wheeling by, DJ, a little bit loose early on, then he got tight and just never could get it loosened back up, what Todd told us. Yeah, we, uh, car was good the first, you know, three or four, two, three stops there, just perfect almost. And uh, then I got a set of tires that, man, just went crazy loose and, kind of spooked me and we we tightened the car up i thought maybe the track was loosening up and then we just never got it back free enough uh, to run there at the end i was just too tight from the center out and that didn't let me uh, race jeff but congratulations to him uh these guys did a great job and uh getting ups closer to victory lane hopefully we can get them there soon well and you'll be in the next winston noble five million you've won that thing before yeah we have and uh, it's fun rj reynolds and and winston uh, do a great job uh and uh, looks like another fan won a million today so uh this is great it's a great program and uh, we look forward to racing for it he'll look to be uh the 11th one to win as jeff gordon is the 10th today Let's see if we can hear from johnny benson well we can we can talk to todd bodine who finishes in the top five and fifth Todd, you had a great run out there. A first yesterday in the Bush Series and a fifth. You have to be happy with the run that you had in the four today. Yeah, it was, uh, the Kmart Taurus was pretty good. Uh, missed a little bit. Uh, car would get tight after about 20 laps and uh, we never quite caught up to it. Uh, it seemed like it got a little tighter as the, as the day went on and we never quite caught up to it. The last run was the best it was, but uh, track position, we were about half a track back and just couldn't do anything with it. Uh, but it was a good run. Uh, and like you say, first and fifth, that's not nothing to sneeze at. Well, especially after a very disappointing Daytona, coming back with a top five finish here at Las Vegas uh, has got to make you feel good and, and put a lot of extra added incentive with your team. Well, it does. I mean, it just shows that we have what it takes. We just have to do it week in and week out. Uh, it's just going to take time. You know, we're going to take our knocks and we're going to have our ups and downs. And but we're going to we're a good race team. and We're going to prove in the future that we can run with these guys every week. Todd Bodine happy with the top five finish here at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. He's got a big smile on his face. Headed back. Got a Coke in his hand. And now let's see if we can get a word from Johnny Benson. Well, I think uh, he's going to be pretty pleased with his run. Equaled his best finish here at Las Vegas. Fourth, Johnny, tell us about your run. Uh, run was pretty good. Valvoline Pontiac was pretty good all day long. Just uh, last two laps there we got, um, or last two stops there, we just got a little bit too tight. And we tried to free it up, just not enough. Uh, if my math serves me correct, this will be your first Winston Noble 5 the next time out. That'll be pretty exciting. Oh, we're lo really looking forward to it. You know, we wanted to make sure to get an orange spoiler on this car, but it was, uh, we really wanted to go for the win. That's what we gambled with coming in, getting four tires and, James says we can do two or you can gamble and go for the win. I says, man, I'd rather gamble. That's what we're here for. Uh, no better place to gamble than right here at Las Vegas, but still a good run for Johnny. Yeah, paid off well for him here this afternoon. Right now it's time for Joe and myself to select the winner of the Ray Bestest Break of the Race Award. We'll award $500 to the Motor Racing Outreach Children's Ministries from Ray Bestest Breaks in the name of the driver who received the best break in today's event. I think I'm going to go with Ron Hornaday. He uh, suffered a couple of uh, problems, bounced back several times from that, came home with a ninth-place run in A.J. Foyt's Conseco Pontiac, so I'm going to say Ron Hornaday. Yeah, he got a caution there when he needed a break because he'd fallen all the way back to about 18th, so we'll go with Ron Hornaday. Ray Bestest Breaks, the official 
brakes of NASCAR, awards $500 in the name of Ron Hornaday to the Motor Racing Outreach Children's Ministries. Dale Jarrett mentioned that uh, one of the race fans had picked up a million dollars. Rodney Mims of Clanton, Alabama, picks up the win because Jeff Gordon won the race. Jim Phillips is in the victory lane. Well, Jeff Gordon has uh, been talking to the guy he just won a million dollars for, plus you just won a million. Start of the race, you were back in the field. Did that concern you? Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, we weren't very good at the beginning. The car was real, real tight, and uh, in traffic, you know, we were just struggling. And uh, we had a break where we, you know, took two tires and got a little bit of track position, but they freed the car up. Uh, Robbie Loomis, Brian Watts, all the guys on this DuPont crew, what an awesome job, awesome job in the engine department. I mean, just a flawless day for us. You know, we just uh, kept picking away at it. By the end of the race, the car was just perfect. I mean, just perfect. And um, great call in the pits to take four tires. And I tell you, I, I'm just psyched. This is a big, big win for us. I mean, to win at Las Vegas, uh, get, uh, you know, this DuPont Chevrolet uh, car back into Victor Lane. I got to thank Pepsi, GMAC, Quaker State, Chevrolet, everybody that, you know, contributes to this race. It was just an awesome day. Was there ever any thought of that last pit stop of taking two tires to maybe get more track position on the competition? I think originally Robbie and them were thinking about that, but uh, luckily a couple guys came in before us. You know, I mean, usually you wait for the leader to come in, but I think they were thinking, hey, let's short pit, get, get us on some new tires and get ahead of them. And uh, those guys just did a great job. They paid attention to everything that was going on. And, uh, you know, uh, four tires was definitely the way to go. And our car was just, man, it was so fast. It was awesome to drive a car like that out there today. Got to thank Winston. Uh, what a big day for us you know to be able to uh, win this noble but that's a bigger day for this guy right right here Rodney Mims and uh, we're just so excited to be able to uh, to win him a million also does it ever get old winning a million dollars yet <laughs> it never gets old I tell you what uh, you know that I look at that as just uh, and one a great trophy you know I mean it's just something out there to reach for but I, I think today winning at Las Vegas just at this racetrack as much as we've struggled here in the past means almost as much to me as that million dollars. Two good runs in a row. Are we building for a championship? You better believe it we are. Uh, this team, I've been telling people how strong they are, and I think today really showed. I mean, if we can run that strong in a track like this, um, you know, we're, I know we're off to a, a great start of this season, and I think there's only, you know, greater things to come. But uh, we just got to use our heads, keep doing what we're doing, you know, and uh, build on this momentum. It's, it, it just feels great. I'm just going to enjoy the moment for right now. Well, let's uh, step over here and talk to the latest millionaire in America, R Rodney Mims of Clanton, Alabama. What do you think about Jeff Gordon winning a million dollars? I thank him a lot. I want to thank Brian, R.J. Reynolds. I feel great. <laughs> what are you going to do with that million? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, congratulations to Rodney Mims of Clanton, Alabama. He wins $1 million. Take a look at how they finished here at Las Vegas. Jeff Gordon is the winner. Dale Jarrett will finish second. Sterling Marlin ran third. Johnny Benson was fourth. Todd Bodine finished fifth. Sixth goes to Mark Martin. Seventh to Steve Park. Kevin Harvick had a good day. Finished eighth. Ninth to Ron Hornaday. Jimmy Spencer finished tenth. Eleventh to Kurt Busch. Twelfth to Tony Stewart. Michael Waltrip was thirteenth. Bill Elliott finished fourteenth. Jerry Nadeau was fifteenth. Robert Presley sixteenth. Matt Kenseth ran seventeenth. Mike Skinner was eighteenth. Ricky Rudd nineteenth. Twentieth was Elliott Sadler. Twenty-first was Ward Burton. 
22nd, Terry Labonte, 23rd, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Casey Atwood ran 24th, and Kenny Schrader make up your top 25. 26 was Dave Blaney, Stacey Compton was 27th, Jason Leffler 28th, Bobby Labonte 29th, and Bobby Hamilton was 30th. Finishing 31st was Kenny Wallace, 32nd was Mike Wallace, Ryan Newman was 33rd, Robbie Gordon 34th, and Joe Nemechek was 35th. Buckshot Jones came in 36th today, John Andretti was 37th, Brett Bodine 38th, Jeff Burton 39th, Hutt Strickland was 40th, Ricky Craven was 41st, Jeremy Mayfield 42nd, and Rusty Wallace finished in the 43rd position. Jeff Gordon led two times today for a total of 32 laps. He took the lead for the final time on lap 248. Lap leader for the race was Mark Martin, who picks up the uh, most lap award, the Gatorade Front Runner Award today of $10,000 to Mark Martin. He led 54 of 267 laps raced here today. We had 20 lead changes among 13 drivers. At the end of the race, there were 38 cars still running with 15 of those on the lead lap. Six cautions today for a total of 25 laps. And Jeff Gordon coming into this race had four racetracks he had never won at before. Homestead, Phoenix, Texas, and Las Vegas. So Mark won off that list. And now talk about domination. Only three left for Gordon to claim wins on Homestead, Phoenix, and the Texas Motor Speedway. Well, a big win today. A lot of money to two people, to Jeff Gordon, the race winnings, and of course the Winston Noble 5, and Rodney Mims, who was teamed with him in the Noble 5 competition. As far as the championship point standings are concerned, Sterling Marlin unofficially takes over the top spot. He leads now over Jeff Gordon, who moves to second, and Michael Waltrip, who now is third in the championship point standings. Covering the action for us in the turns today was Kurt Becker and Dan Hubbard. Along the pit lane was Jim Phillips, Winston Kelly, and Craig Armstrong. Linda Cressman helped us on our scoring today. Our chief spotter was Charlie Cressman. For Barney Hall, I'm Joe Moore. Jeff Gordon rolled the dice and won in Las Vegas. We'll see you next time here on MRN Radio. From Las Vegas, so long. Motor Racing Network Classics is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Thank you.